Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the hard light nerf that happened on April the 29th in Destiny 2. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. If you're listening on or watching on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe helps me out. I appreciate the people that have been continuing to help the YouTube channel grow. And if you like to listen to these as full podcasts, you can search for SNTR Presents on any of the platforms that are out there that do podcast so i'm gonna read to you what exactly they're doing to the hard light because i don't think they're destroying it before you get all you know upset and run to the comments to be like thanks man you know because i was one of the first people to say that it was a problem uh they're not destroying this weapon i think bungie's been very good recently when they adjust a weapon they don't murder it i don't feel like they murdered the recluse or the one-eyed mask uh so this thing is definitely not getting murdered it's still going to be a very very strong weapon I think this is probably going to lead to a lot of people setting their sights on auto rifles in general because the summoner is another weapon as well as the Suros that are that are getting high usage right now and they're very difficult to play against. I, in this video, am going to focus on what are they doing? Is Suros next? I'm sure is a question that people are going to ask and then stop blaming streamers is how I'm going to end the video. If you want to blame me or anybody else for this happening... I guess you can continue to bang on an ignorant drum and look like a caveman on the internet that doesn't really understand how these changes take place. Bungie does not take their marching orders from streamers or YouTubes uh, or YouTube channels. So, uh, what are they doing? Let me read you what they said. Hardlight has been at the forefront due to a combination of recent adjustments to improve its usability and the adjustments to auto rifles that came with patch 2.8.0. Most of the adjustments coming on Wednesday are to address its usage for mouse and keyboard users since the ability to precisely aim regardless of range allows you to use the weapon at longer distances on top of being able to use ricochets more effectively. Although weapons like Fighting Lion can also do what Hard Light does for indirect fire, they are generally less effective during direct confrontation. Hardlight boasts a lot of great stats, and its impact grows with more players using it. Uh, eventually, no cover is safe. This is why I told people, I said, if you think the Hardlight's fine, just give it a couple weeks, and then when every server you go into, every match you go into, you know, 6 to 9 or 10 people out of 12 are all running around with Hardlight, it's going to be pretty miserable. And I do think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the matches and a lot of the Hardlight saturation has driven people to even come here and tell me, and like, I love love the weapon but it has gotten ridiculous i've had people come in and say they originally thought it was totally fine but as it's grown in usage it's made the, you know it's made the game less enjoyable for them they said we are then reducing some of the aspects that allow for indirect fire and unexpected lethality in odd scenarios while retaining some of the bonuses to keep its flavor so they're going to give it a damage fall off it's never had a damage fall off before they're going to give it a damage fall off at 0.7x uh, auto rifles are at a 0.5x, so it's still going to have better, uh, better range and less fall off damage than almost, you know, not almost. It's going to have better than all of the other auto rifles. It, but it will have it. it no, it, it's, it's right now it doesn't have any. Uh, they're going to split the ricochet bonuses between PVE and PVP. This is wonderful. This is the thing that I set my sights on in my video, my first video. I said, the only thing I need to really want them to look at first, I said, let's be slow with this. Let's not murder it. Let's just look at the ricochet damage. But then people were like, well, what about PVE? PVE will remain at a 2.0 times damage. It's going to double damage in PVE. In PVP, it will be a 1.35. So essentially... 
it's only going to give you, like I, I guess that translates into like a 35%. So it's still going to buff the damage if you're bouncing it off of walls, which I really don't agree with that. In, 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 the philosophy behind that, the principle behind that, I think it's stupid, but they're they're letting it retain some of it. So they're not they're not taking it down as low as I wanted them to. I thought the damage should be less off of the walls because it's just you spamming around corners and preventing people from recovering and giving good map control. You don't also need a damage buff, but that's a, you know, it's whatever. It's what they decided to do. They also removed a hidden recoil adjustment that made the weapon more stable than intended. This is something that a lot of people were setting their sights on. They said the thing just feels way more stable than it ever was a lot of us chalked that up to the removal of screen shake but they removed screen shake and they adjusted recoil to make it super super stable and that was not even something that they announced so you can't really get mad about that one they're taking something away that they never even told you they were going to do it kind of happened in the background so this should make the hard light still it's still going to be a super lethal weapon all right if you get mad about these changes then you were just crutch spamming around corners and not using it in normal engagements if you use this in normal engagements and normal shootouts you're not going to notice a difference now you might notice a little bit of difference in the recoil because they're taking away something that turned it into a laser beam but by and large this weapon is still going to be a shredder in the crucible okay and a lot of people are saying, well, they're just going to learn, they're just gonna, they're just going to lean over and go to the Suros next. So that's the second part of the video here. Is Suros next? It'll likely cause the Suros to rise in usage. Even if the weapon largely feels unchanged and is still super lethal and still super fast for, you know, time to kill. I think a lot of people will perceive the weapon as damaged and broken and 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 nerfed into the ground that sucks now. All those hyperbolic statements people are going to, you know, clamor to make on Reddit and my YouTube channel and anybody else's YouTube channel who called for this weapon to be nerfed. They're going to say it's been broken. And they're going to they're going to clamor to the Suros. And the Suros is insanely good right now. It is very very good especially with spinning up. However, Spinning up is contextual. You can hear when someone's using it. You can tell when somebody's kind of pre-firing with it. So it, 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 in, an, in an environment, especially like trials, it can be a little bit easier to avoid the insane lethality of the Suros. I think Suros in sixes is probably going to become more annoying because it's going to feel like Call of Duty if everybody's running around using spinning up. It might start to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm sick of auto rifles. So I am not calling for a Suros nerf. I am not calling for an auto rifle rifle nerf. I think Bungie's going to have to look at the trends and look at the way the gameplay starts to take shape over the next couple of weeks. The concern that I have right now is that auto rifles and spinning up on Suros leads to a very boring and very spammy, very spray meta in the Crucible which is not enjoyable. Prior to this season, everybody complaining about, oh, it's always spare rations, it's always spare rations. Anytime I played Crucible, or even had people coming in here complaining about the Crucible, they complained about spare rations, they complained about uh, pulse rifles, they complained about sniper rifles, they complained about shotguns and shoulder charge. It was like this wide gamut of complaint. Now, if everything sort of gets pigeonholed into a just run around and spray an auto rifle that actually ironically enough turns into a very narrow and boring crucible that i've always wanted auto rifles to be good but we don't want to go down a road where you feel like everybody's running the exact same type of gun or the exact same type of loadout now i know when you get into the higher echelons of gameplay most of those guys are running snipers and thorn or snipers and spare rations but put the summoner in the hands of a really good player or 
put the put the Suros in the hands of a really good player, and it's gonna you're gonna start to realize how insanely strong auto rifles are uh, right now. So I'm not calling for nerfs on auto rifles and, and Suros. I'm just telling you. I think people are going to have to really c- consider the fact that th- they may need looked at, and Bungie may need to make some tweaks. Now listen, when I say that, understand that when I called for the hard light to be adjusted, I only took aim at ricochet rounds. That's it. I didn't take aim at the at the archetype, the gun type, the lethality, the time to kill, none of that. I was like, it's just too spammy right now. And people still tried to rip me a new one on YouTube, because, you know, making a comment and not watching the video is pretty much what lots of people do. So they just saw me saying it was a problem, they didn't listen to the video, and they acted like I was crying for the gun to be destroyed, and I wasn't. Within the realm of auto rifles, they could probably make similar, very tasteful, very minor adjustments to maybe take them down a notch or take them down a peg. If you're a fan of auto rifles, I would just maybe anticipate that, right? I would just maybe anticipate that being a thing. Uh, So, stop blaming streamers is the last part of the video here. We highlight problems. We don't cause them. Let me say that again. We highlight problems problems in the game we do not cause them it is not my fault that the hard light got over tuned and over adjusted by bungie and became the single most used weapon in crucible i didn't cause that problem i simply highlighted that problem if you want to look at the stats and act like that's not an issue or that's not a problem then i, I guess you haven't been around for five years because when one weapon runs away in usage like that it, te- it generally gets looked at and adjusted We make lots of requests, and not all of those requests take place, okay? I've made requests about all kind of things over the years. Smart RNG and leveling, removing infusion, removing infusion costs. And I don't get everything I want. It's not like I give Bungie a laundry list of things that I would like to see happen, and they automatically happen, okay? So, we don't make the problems, we simply highlight them as they emerge, and we don't get everything we ask for. A lot of the times, what we ask for doesn't happen. I think there's a general trend and a theme and an idea that streamers ruin the game because the community summit and some of the feedback sessions they had when people went to Bungie, which I've never been at those, by the way, a lot of that led to too much hardcore sentimentality, too much cost on infusion, it was too hard to level, they made escalation protocol harder, and I think a lot of people have suddenly come up with this idea that like streamers ruin the game and that's just not the case even though there was some feedback from streamers that did lead to things that we didn't like and needed change you can't say that we get everything that we want and they like take our their marching orders from us i asked for very minor changes to be you know made to the hard light i went back and i re-listened to my video and we didn't even get what i asked for i said you know take down ricochet damaged and cut it in half and they did not do that they dropped it down a little bit and they took out like a ghost recoil change they made to make the weapon crazy good so i'm going to continue to say that when these things come up bungie needs to do a better job about making slight adjustments and i feel like they have i feel like they've done a better job of that recently they make light adjustments they haven't destroyed weapons like recluse they have not destroyed one-eyed mask these are still perfectly good weapons and judging by what they're doing to the hard light i still think the hard light is going to be a very strong weapon in the crucible we're going to transition to Q&A. Uh, if you like these sessions, you can always come in and watch them live at say no to rage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my Q&A session that followed the hard light getting nerfed talk. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. You can find these podcast audio formats anywhere that does podcasts. Just look for SNTR Presents. And on YouTube, hit like, share, subscribe, the bell button. All those things help me out. Thank you for the support on YouTube recently. It's been awesome. So first question coming in from Lillen Battery. Have they ever nerfed or completely changed an exotic perk like they did to the hard light? Uh, I actually screened these questions before just to remove some repetitious ones uh, or ones that were off topic. So I had time to think about this one and they have done this. They did this to the Whisper. You know, they admitted that like the black nail perk uh, shouldn't have uh, shouldn't have come back. So uh, can we get a 24 on that person? I'm just going to hit him with a 10 and then delete that question, please. Come on. Um, so, so dense and stupid to continue to do that after I just before this asked you not to. Seriously, just hit him with a 24. Um, so they have done this, yes. They even admitted, I mean, Luke Smith even said that the, the white nail perk was was it shouldn't have come back um it should not have come back to the game um and it's just too strong so they have done you know we got to take care of this particular uh you know exotic perk before and in this case with hard light it was clear that that was an issue right that was an issue they were like listen we can't we can't do this we can't do this spray double damage meta it just doesn't work it just does not work and so i we have to forget about exotic perk or non-exotic perk they've done this before to other weapons and because of that i don't think there's like some weird precedence that they can't do this especially when the weapon is just insane and I happen to think they're being too marginal with it. I don't think a damage buff from Ricochet Rounds makes any sense at all. You're still motivating people to spam around corners because they get more damage. And yeah, I don't know. I, to me, I don't understand why you do that. I just don't understand why you would do that. Why would you not say, oh, it does less damage? You still would want to use the Ricochet Rounds. If you know there's somebody around the corner trying to recover or trying to get a res, you would still do it. It would minimize, it would slow recovery. That's still map control. It could still stop somebody from resing and give it, you know, your teammates a time to get over there or whatever. So the damage buff just doesn't make sense to me. And again, they're they're protecting the damage buff in PVE. So to me, it doesn't seem like this shouldn't even be a question. There's no reason to give somebody extra damage on a, on a, on a, on a ricochet. And it, now maybe they might say, oh, it needs to retain some of its exotic properties because they're adding damage drop off and you don't really need to change the uh, element in, in, in PvP, right? It's to me, its main exotic property has always been that on the fly it can change its, its elements. That's really helpful in certain environments, especially in you know match, match uh, game environments. So, I understand it doesn't necessarily retain its exotic properties in PvP, but does it always need to be that way? Like, does Whisper of the Worm need to be viable in PvP? No, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be that way. You don't always have to be able to think, does Anarchy need to retain its its sense of being an exotic in PvP? No, it doesn't. It's clearly not built for that environment. The way that, you know, the Anarchy allows you to maximize PvP, I'm, I'm sorry, damage in PvE, doesn't need to also then translate into PvP. So, the, who's using Hardlight in PvE? A lot of people. People like it in environments with match game. People like using the reflection damage. There's actually a lot of people that enjoy using the Hardlight in PvE, homie. 
it's it's not abnormal for people to say, oh, throw on hard light for this activity because it's really really good for the for the match game. Because especially if you're at level and you're not trying to maximize DPS, no, they aren't. LOL. You say it all you want, dude. I have plenty of people that come in here all the time and say they use hard light in PVE. They like it. The other day, I said something to the effect of like, who even cares about double damage in PVE? And I got smacked down for that. There were tons of people in chat. They're like, Lono, I love it in PVE for double damage. What are you talking about? People in chat right now are saying they use it all the time. Get out of here with your presumption because of what you use. A thousand bits from Skinner Winner. Got my coffee. Holy cow, it's good. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that very, very much. A dragon. With Hardlight getting its nerf, do you think other autos are likely to get the same treatment, exotic or otherwise? I did say this in the talk, but I'll give you the Cliff's Notes now. I do think auto rifles in general and even Soros will get looked at. Um, I, I, I do. I, there's something about the way the game feels right now in a server full of auto rifles. It's really rough. I don't think it's gonna. St- I don't think. I think it's gonna stagnate. I don't think it'll last long. I don't think people will like it. In the previous seasons, when people were complaining about a variety of different things, I hate shotgun. I hate shoulder charge. I hate hard light. I hate the recluse. I hate pulse rifles. I hate this. I hate that. I, I hate spare rations. Everybody hated everything. And if everybody hates everything. That means that a lot of different things are being used. Right now, everybody's running around with hard uh, hard light or auto rifles in general. Auto rifles are taking over. And because of that, it's starting to feel very one-dimensional in the Crucible. And that's when people will start to say, "This I don't like this. I tried to warn people. I was like, listen, anytime you give power to yourself, everybody else also gets that. If you wanted to play a game of chess against me, and you wanted to say... I. Let's make everything move like a queen. I would say, okay, that's not just going to benefit you. That's going to benefit me, and it's going to completely dilute the game. It's not going to be chess anymore. It's going to be stupid, right? When you give everybody an absurd amount of, like, strong auto rifles, it, it flattens out the dynamics and the variety in Crucible, and everybody runs auto rifles, so it's not if the, if anytime you argue for power for yourself, you have to understand you're arguing for power that everybody else also gets to use. Very generous, five thousand bits from Parasito. Pay your dope mods for the work they're putting in today. Thank you. Well, I already myself deleted like fifteen questions, so I appreciate that, Paris. Wouldn't that be cool? <gasps> we should be able to do that. We should pitch that to Twitch. I should be able. I should be able to do a royalty share on bits with my mods and they can opt into it because some would say no but they could opt into it they're here every day and they help and I would gladly give them a percentage of bits that would be kind of nice then we could be like do like support mod days and like encourage everybody in chat to spam bits that would be cool severed into percentages yeah I would be able to dictate how much I'd be willing to slice off take 50% of my bits every month and and and, and divide it up between all my mods I'd have to sh- I'd want to probably shrink my mod my mod pool because there's a lot of people that are never here anymore <laughs> or I could designate which mods get it you know um, Kim can you stop submitting joke questions stop it sir you're gonna. I'm, I don't want to hit you with a 24. What are you doing? Uh, Mega Hop. What weapons and or weapon types would you like to see buffed and how? Um, could the hard light nerf... I'm sorry. What other weapons would you like to see buffed and how? Um, 
What are the hand cannon archetypes that aren't good right now? Is it 140s? I think it's 140s that are in bad shape. I think 140s. 140 hand cannons are hurting. And then there's the slower fire rate auto rifles that could use some love. Yeah, 110s suck. I don't know how you help 110s in Crucible, though. They can three-tap and they're slow. Like, what are you going to do to help out a 110? It's just because they're they're not built for that. They're not agile enough. Um, you miss one shot and you're done. You're dead. 180s maybe scouts I think scouts need some love I think the problem with scouts is as soon as you give them love they turn into miniature snipers and everybody just sits on lanes scouts are dangerous um so you could give 110s a lot of range that yeah you know what that might not be too bad extend the range a little bit on a 110 because you can't help them you can't make a 110 any stronger than it is with respect to like time to kill you would break it if it turned into a two tap that'd be stupid um, so 110s could probably afford to get a unique range buff to help them out because then if you really got lethal and got some good shots with the 110 you know you might decide yeah this is a good 110 map because um, they're they're so slow and, and bulky uh, I've got some good 110 rolls it'd be kind of nice to see if they buff them if they can start to kind of come into play because there are some maps where I do feel like Thorn is just is just you know slapping somebody on the wrist from far away Jolt Wait, did I skip? No, Jolt. Could the hard light nerf be Bungie's attempt at a meta swap? The last time I remember a gun being this big was the OG Thorn in D1. Well, I wouldn't even consider this to be a meta swap. I would consider this to be putting out a freaking fire. <laughs> like, they're putting out a fire, man. I, it, the hard light was... That's what I tried to tell people in my video. It's like, you, you cannot stare at these stats and act like well it's fine please leave them alone they're just now strong it will calm down like nobody was saying murder the hard light we were saying this thing is a fire right now it needs to be it needs to be subdued a little bit it's absurd so i don't i don't think this is a meta swap i think a gun completely was running away with the crucible and if you want to act like it wasn't related to the Exodus in Trials, go ahead. But I do think it was related to the Exodus in Trials. I think people got sick of seeing it. They got sick of the spam. And I think it played a role. Now, it's not the primary role, but it certainly was in that equation. I, I think people got sick of it. It's really annoying to play against. So, Aaron Kill. It didn't take too long for Hardlight to be nerfed. Is this symptomatic of Bungie realizing the absolute urgency in protecting Trials? I don't know if it's related. Maybe they're thinking, you know, Trials is in bad shape. This is the quickest thing we can do. Um, You know, this might help a little bit. I don't think any of their reasoning is really hovering around Trials, though. Hardlight is honestly... Uh, honest to goodness, it's the worst in sixes because it's freaking everywhere and you can't move. I played sixes the other day and I'm like, this is awful. I was like, this is terrible. It's just, it's just everywhere. It's like, nowhere to go. We were on Exodus Blue and I was like, this is aw- this is so bad. It's like, and I was running it to test it out and it was a joke. It didn't even feel like Destiny. It felt like some other gimmicky game. It felt like when you go into Team Scorched and you run around the Scorched Cannon. That's what it felt like. It's like, is this like a laser tag mode? Like, what am I playing? It's way worse in sixes. At least in threes, you can try to snipe or pick at somebody from far away. Especially if you're a hunter, you can leave the lane if you need to. Every nine seconds, I can get out of the lane and you can't shoot me anymore. 
it's awful in sixes dude it's terrible and i try to tell folks it's like listen you think this is great give it a couple weeks and when you go into every match and 10 out of 12 people are using hard light you're in freaking hate it right i like to apologize uh thinking it was funny to answer chat my sub was gifted i'm basically yeah i didn't say anything about you you, you being a sub or not being a sub loan bear I had literally, literally moments before Q&A started said, all right, we cleared out the questions. All right, we don't want any repetitious questions. All right, don't submit questions that are about suggestions. I said, because by the time we get done with these, you know, 30-some questions. And then as soon as I start, you throw in a joke question. It just was like, come on, man. Help me out here. Help me out. YouTube thinks I'm this big grump, but it's like, I, I, feel, I constantly have to repeat myself to people that should just know better, you know? Um, so, anyway. Uh, Russ, Russ. What new weapon archetypes do you think would be cool, could be added to D2 successfully? I've only answered this a couple of times recently, and usually I go with a... Um, a linear like rail uh rail fusion because instead of charging it up it would just shoot immediately and then have to charge back up if you ever use the rail gun in quake instead of being like boom and then it shoots it would be instead it would be like boom boom like you'd have to wait for it to charge up but once it's charged up it's ready to go it's ready to shoot um i would say I would say that legendary trace ri- trace rifles is the other one I commonly argue for. I love I love trace rifles. I think they're so dope. And just some more basic legendary ones I think would be awesome. Um, so I think that'd be I think that'd be a, a good one. Sounds like snipers, but with extra steps. Well, but it would be it would be a heavy weapon critter. So it would be like a sniper but it would function differently and it, I, the, the charge up was, is, I just think would be cool I'm more in line of like let's do futuristic weapons so even if you could say well this linear this linear rail rifle is basically just a sniper rifle so what if it feels cooler and sounds cooler and it feels more futuristic I'm all for it I want more futuristic style weapons we're all running around we're all running around with sniper rifles shot you know shotguns um, we're all you know, and and the hand cannons. We were like fusion rifles barely get any love. Linear fusions are in a better place, but like the more futuristic weapons just don't get a lot of play. It, I, you know, I would say I would say we want more of that. So, is Kim continuing to just ignore my requests? What did he submit another joke question? Not a joke question. Don't you agree that when you are in the tower and look up to the traveler, it looks like destiny? What are you doing, bro? I don't understand. I don't understand what you're doing. How's that on a joke question? Um, cheerful Fox. Uh, this is off topic, but do you think that Bungie is nerfing things based off how many people use it? Well, I would, I would say that's a part. Like, I don't think that's the primary reason that they would do it. You're mad at Bungie? I don't work for Bungie. Don't take it out on me in my Q&A session. Um, that's, that's like a, it's like an indicator. If a ton of people are using a weapon, it like sets off an alarm bell. But that's not the reason that they nerf something. They're not like, oh, too many people are using it. Nerf it. They're like, okay, 
a ton of people are using such and such a weapon. Why? Let's let's prod it why. And I'm going to give an example of why they don't always use this as a reason to nerf something. At the beginning at the beginning of was it I believe it was Shadow Keep. It might have been Dawn. Which one had the Komodo? Whichever whichever season had the Komodo. Everybody was running around using the Arbalist, okay? So the Arbalist had this crazy spike in usage during the season with the Komodo, right? So during the season of the Komodo, everybody's using this like the first couple of weeks, and then it died off. So they don't just look at usage. If they would have looked at usage during those weeks and be like, well, we better nerf Arbalist. No, 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 no. They looked at the usage and they said, what is going on? And they probably very quickly said, oh, it's because of the Komodo quest. It's because of the, the, uh, the ritual quest. And so they left Arbalist, they left Arbalist alone, okay? So it's never that simple. They're not like, oh, it's too much usage, nerf it. Too much usage draws attention, and then they do some research, and then they make a decision. And that's what happened with Hard Light. Like, it wasn't difficult for me to tell people, like, this thing is going to get nerfed. Just freaking accept it. Ikelos Shotgun is going to get nerfed. Just accept it. Like, I tried to tell people, like, I am not sitting here trying to take your fun away, but it's always super, super clear to anybody who's been around for five years, when something is broken or too strong, it's going to get addressed. It's it's not because they're like, well, it's too many people are using it. They're like, well, too many people are using it because it's so insanely strong. Arbalist is still so OP and crucible. Right, but I think it's in a lane where lots of people aren't going to slap it on. Why? Because it's an exotic. It's an exotic in the kinetic slot. So people are like, well, I'd rather use the thorn if I'm going to use an exotic kinetic. I'd rather use the Soros regime, right? Because they, you know, they just buff the uh, the auto rifles. So I, I don't think that the I don't think that the the arbalist is strong enough to warrant a nerf. And again, if it was completely broken and had stupid aim assist the way like Queen Breakers did, well then sure, everybody would be running it and it'd be really really annoying and it would have gotten nerfed. But I don't think it's 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 busted. It's just strong. It gets its job done, and everybody was using it for the Komodo quest. Toby the Titan do you think the auto rifle buff was too much Uh, is the mid-range gunplay not too oppressive Uh, this this touches on something I said a little bit ago so I don't want to I don't want to spend a ton of time on this one I do think auto rifles are turning the crucible into like that that one dimensional you have to run it you know it has that one-dimensional feel right now. It's like, you kind of feel like everybody's running auto-rifles. And that doesn't mean that auto-rifles are ruining the Crucible, but it's like, if it starts to feel like this is literally all I see, then don't talk to me about, like, Spare Rations Mindbenders, because Spare Rations Mindbenders was never, ever this dominant in the Crucible. Ever. Number one, because of the freaking drop rates. Like, give me a dadgum break. Like, auto-rifles are everywhere. And it's, it's becoming, I think, a little bit too overwhelming. This is always the danger with auto-rifles. They're easy to use, so if you make them efficient, they will become very popular. I don't know if you can ever have auto-rifles represented well in the meta. I don't. It's so difficult to do. It's such a fine dance because they're so easy to use. Are you really going to try and use it? Like, think about what it takes to efficiently use a hand cannon. It's, it's you know, because it's a three tap. That's, that's difficult, right? That's super, super difficult. 
hand cannons were that dominant no they weren't though because pulse rifles were also very very prevalent in the crucible even when hand cannons were were one of the more dominant forces pulse rifles were as well it wasn't just hand cannons now because of pulse rifles scout rifles struggled to get you know any any traction which makes sense right scout rifles are going to struggle because pulse rifles are so good no they weren't dude oh come on pulse rifles have been have been good for such a long time in the crucible all of the high level players complained about them even when everyone was like oh it's hand cannons everywhere it's spare rations everywhere i also saw tons of people saying i am sick of pulse rifles i'm sick of dad rifles i i don't know dude pulses are insanely good (laughs) they're so insanely good um i don't know i don't i don't think that I don't think that auto rifles are doing what hand cannons were doing back then. I really don't think so. You also have to understand that when it becomes a trend, it just sort of spreads. I never once thought I had to use a a hand cannon back in the day. Top three primary weapons in comp were all hand cannons. Right, but you're going to comp, Kelly. Right now, if I go into if I go into sixes back six months ago, I didn't feel like I had to use a hand cannon. I didn't feel like that's all I died to. I didn't. Auto rifles are clearly at another level than hand cannons ever were. Even if hand cannons were trending, I feel like auto rifles are trending more than hand cannons did. Now, it could be pure subjectivity, and it could be maybe hard light really tipping the scales. It's also based on the platform you play on. Well, yeah, that's true as well. I just felt like even last I felt like even last season and the season before, even the comp guys were like there's a lot of viable options right now there's a lot of diversity hand cannons are complete garbage for controller players, strong auto rifles are necessary alternatives for controller players yeah I don't know well maybe, I think maybe you maybe mean console controller players on PC do just fine with hand cannons but the but the bloom and the in-air inaccuracy on console is makes it harder for hand cannons to like be enjoyable. That's why everybody ran to Luna's Not Forgotten because those precision frames didn't experience all that stuff. So they became super popular. But hand cannons are generally still pretty good on a controller. Um, Thorn is great on console. Yeah, I mean I I I watched, you know, the plenty of people use a controller and they do just fine with hand cannons whether it's Drewski or Jake or I mean even myself like I do pretty good with the Dire Promise and the Thorn and I use a controller I mean I'm not a slayer but I, I don't ever feel like I need an auto rifle but again that's the difference between console and PC I think consoles console players are probably leaning pretty heavily towards auto rifles right now because they just they do probably feel a little bit more accessible when compared to like a hand cannon Uh, Morgan, <clears throat> excuse me. Now that hard light will be nerfed, what do you think the next OP or most used weapon in Crucible will be? I think Suros will rise. Even if you could argue that hard light's still amazing, I think people will naturally just pivot to Suros. Um, just naturally, you know. Hand cannons dominated on uh, console, says Kelly. But was that because the Luna's had not forgotten, though? I don't know. I-, I felt like pulse rifles were really, really good for. They-, they still are for like a really, really long time. The Hilliard? I think you mean Galliard. I think you're, you're, yeah, I think you're control, you're autocorrect. Got you. Galliard, you can't really grind for. I mean, I guess people will start grinding forges for Galliards. 
<laughs> That'll be funny for people to do that. They're going to start grinding for galliards. What's the god roll for the galliard anyway? Because I have one, but it's like a, it's like a PvE roll. It's like got a rampage or something on it. Um, Bungie adjusted Hardlight much quicker than we've seen in the past. What do you attribute this to? It's absurd rise. It must have dynamic sway. Rangefinder or sway reduction? Okay. Yeah, everybody's saying sway. Dynamic sway, dynamic sway, and rangefinder. Okay. Well, the, 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 they're reacting as quickly as the thing rose in prominence. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it it's not like this thing slowly brewed over the entire season and then took over. It literally took over the first weekend of Trials. It was immediate. There was there was no there was absolutely no delay at all. That first weekend, it was like that's all there was, man. It was hard light everywhere. It was in it was it was actually absurd the numbers that first weekend. So they're reacting with the same speed that the community kind of flocked to the weapon. The reaction's actually delayed compared to the rise of the weapon. Yeah, because, listen, I made that video, and I was like, dude, they're going to address this within a week or two. And people were like, they're not going to address this at all. And I was like, okay. And we all ended up being wrong. It wasn't super fast, but they also didn't wait till the end of the season. I had people telling me I was crazy. They're like, they're not going to do this mid-season, Lono. They're not going to touch it mid-season. And I was like, I don't know, dude. This thing is This thing is really, really running away with the show. So, I was off by, what, two or three weeks, but... There were people that thought that this thing would literally go untouched the entire season, and I thought, there's just no way they can leave this alone. That could be attributed to working from home? Yeah, I mean, the delayed response time could be attributed to them working from home. It might have happened a little bit earlier. You know what I mean? You're so bad at PvP, you're bad at spelling. I mean, do you get paid to be bad at spelling? Because I get, I, I sit here and get paid to be bad at, at, at PvP. So... I don't know if you're paying, you know, paying your bills by being bad at using, you know, the proper use of your. Do you think that the hard light adjustments will be positive for the community or just another in a long run of disappointments for an unsatisfiable community? Well, I would say, right? I would actually say that whenever they're looking at nerfs, you're always going to get the same response from the community. There are people that will say this they've destroyed the weapon. They're awful. They they did they broke it, and it's like okay now hang on a minute. No, they didn't. Right? We, we look at the numbers they're putting in here. The, their weapon's still gonna be amazing. It's still gonna be great. It's not gonna be trash. It's still gonna be god tier, especially if you have the catalyst, right? So, and then you're gonna have people that say, oh thank goodness that thing was so. Oh my gosh, thank goodness. Yeah, torch that thing. In both of those sort of pits, I think those are like extremes on the edges. I don't think either of those really matter. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, if if they nerf something, you'll have people that like, yes, murder it, woohoo, break it. And then there's people like, I can't believe you destroyed it. I would say in general, neither of those responses are even accurate most of the time. Like, they haven't really destroyed anything for a while. Now, they did the sleeper, um, but Whisper's still fine. The recluse is still fine. Mountaintop is still absurd. Arguably, maybe even needs adjusted in Crucible. Mountaintop's so annoying to play against, but they indirectly nerfed it in. They indirectly nerfed Mountaintop in PVE. Um, so, yeah, EP Sniper got gutted because they gutted the. Um, they gutted the. 
whisper, whisper uh, the breathing, box breathing. Let go of sleeper, my dude. No, I will not. I will not. I'm going to put it on the screen. No, you do not talk about sleeper that way. Uh-uh. No. This thing is great. This thing is a god killer, man. Look at that. Would you just look at that thing? They did my sleeper wrong. They did my sleeper wrong, dude. Queenbreaker was way worse than this thing. And they haven't ever they've never brought this thing back. Don't you don't you don't you dare talk about a sleeper. I love this weapon, dude. Always will. It is it is like next to Galahorn, it is like the destiny heavy weapon for me. It's like the iconic destiny weapon. So cool. So cool as a weapon. This in the out this in the outbreak are just I think some of the sexiest weapon designs in the game. It's so awesome. And this is why I'm always leaning towards futuristic weapons. They're so cool. They just they have a feel to them. They have they have something special about them. Um fringed wings. I have been looking through your older D1 vids out of nostalgia, and I saw that one you were very opposed to nerfing weapons that people grew a detachment to. What would you say your uh, would you say your perspective has changed and why? Well, I, depending on the video you watched, I was really angry when they nerfed my Suros because of Crucible. And in this scenario, they're not doing that, okay? If they would have come in and been like, boom, and destroyed Hardlight because of Crucible, I'd have been angry. I'm like, well, come on. And serendipitously, someone just told me to let go of the sleeper, and I've refused to, and I threw it up on the screen. Because this thing got murdered. Why? Because of freaking gambit that's why like i think part of my loathing for gambit is that it ruined one of my favorite weapons like gambit and i i got beef with gambit for forever because of this right you hurt a weapon because of gambit and why because of the pvp aspect of gambit so in that realm my opinion has not changed. Do not destroy a weapon because of Crucible. Adjust it in the Crucible. And they've done that with the Ricochet rounds. So the hard light will still be the hard light whenever you go into PvE. Now, I guess the damage drop-off, I guess you could argue, maybe hurts it a little bit. But to me, I still think that. When they nerfed the Suros regime in Destiny 1 because of Crucible, because I guess people were complaining about how strong it was of an auto-rifle in Crucible, I was really angry because I had just finally gotten it, and I thought it was one of the coolest-looking Destiny 1 weapons at the time. You know, a couple months in, I was like, this thing is awesome. My friend got one, and I was dying to get one. So, I haven't really changed in that regard. Now, also, back then, I was a little bit more ignorant about why a change would have happened or you know, basic game design decisions about balance and stuff. But even back then, I had a, I had a, a decent grasp on the fact that, like, a lot of the times weapons were getting nerfed because of Crucible. Suros wasn't messing anything up in PvE. That wasn't, that's not a thing. It was an auto-rifle. What was it doing? It was just a primary weapon. Uh, Elusive Texan with 21 months, thank you. And 8 months from Formalogic, thank you. So, I've changed a little bit. I think maybe I'm a little bit more prone to, I don't want, I I still am very much anti-nerf for the sake of nerf or nerfing something because of Crucible, but I'm also more aware of like how one weapon can single-handedly completely uproot the the sense of balance and fun in Crucible, like the Wormwood. You know what I'm saying? The The Wormwood would be 
would be a good example of a weapon that all by itself, when ammo economy got tweaked, made made Crucible really, really unfun. Just one, just one weapon has that power. And I, I don't think initially when I used to talk about nerfs and buffs and my Suros when I was angry about it, I may have not have had like a broader understanding of you know, I think I was probably one of the guys back then would have been like, oh, buff buff everything else. Just buff everything else. Well, I didn't have a firm understanding of what power creep was. I didn't understand how that would hurt PvE game design and challenge and trivialized content. Like, I didn't have an understanding of that. So I probably back then would have been a more ignorant and been like, you yeah, just buff everything, Bungie. Come on, just make everything else stronger. Uh, Toby the Titan. Was the hotfix well-timed? Did Bungie let the community marinate with this meta for too long? I kind of think they needed to. Right? I I kind of think they needed to. They needed to let people sit in this and soak in it. I told folks, it's like, go, you go ahead. I wonder how long you're going to put up with you know, 10 people using hard light. So I kind of feel like they had to let us, they had to let us kind of soak in this for a while because like oh we got this i don't like this i thought this was going to be great and it's bad like kind of like a be careful what you wish for situation you know be careful what you wish for you want heart you want hard light to be amazing you want auto rivals to be amazing okay here you go and everybody else starts running them and all of a sudden it's not as fun as you thought it was going to be like I'm sick of dying to abilities. I'm sick of getting one shot. I'm sick of getting one hit kill items. And then they take all one hit kill things and they they remove them almost entirely from Crucible in year one. And we hated it. Now, I would argue that they overreacted to our request. But in general, that was kind of a be careful what you wish for situation. Everybody acted like one hit kill abilities, one hit kill weapons were the devil, and they basically were non-existent in year one of Destiny 2's PvP, and that was one of the things that made year one PvP so unenjoyable. We were slow, our abilities sucked, and it was a double primary team shot meta because you couldn't get you it was so hard to win any of your fights because everything was super slow. If you guys are coming in because of the maintenance, we're doing a Q&A session that followed my talk about the hard light nerf. That's kind of how I run my show here. It's very interactive. It's kind of like a podcast. You can put me on in the background. Uh, I do this every single day, Monday through Friday. If you enjoy this kind of content, remember to click the follow button. That is a free way to support my channel. It also enables you to talk in chat. Formerly Ghetto Vision asking a question here. Uh, Bungie nerfs or buffs to rotate the meta, so they claim, but it seems to fall more in line with PvP complaints. Do you feel enough sandbox testing is done beforehand, or is the community really that smart? I don't really understand the back half of your question, but I... I don't necessarily think they do this sort of thing to just rotate the meta. They like having seasons of dominance, but I don't think Bungie's like, yeah, we want, um, you know, 90% of the Crucible to be auto rifles. And then we want 90% of the Crucible to be hand cannons. I don't think that that their goal is to have it swing that sharp, but I definitely think they like to see weapons rise to prominence and dominance who have these weapons barely see the light of day. So, but the problem is it's just such an over, overreaction. It's like, man, we really want auto rifles to have their day in the sun. And instead of having their day in the sun, they become the sun. It's like, what the frick? Like every, it's just auto rifles everywhere. Instead of, oh, look, look, look guys, auto rifles are here. Instead of it being like that, it's like, this is all I'm seeing. It's all I can see. 
and I think that's one of the difficult things about any type of a spam weapon, even like the recluse. You understand, like it, it was, it was an easy, accessible weapon, and because it was strong, it's all you see. I think he's asking, does the community really understand the sandbox, and are their complaints valid? And Bungie sees it the same way, or do you think Bungie think that we're, uh, or do you think Bungie is just reacting to PvP complaints? No, I don't think Bungie just reacts to PvP complaints, and I do think they do a pretty good job, as I've said a couple of times this morning, I don't think they're murdering items anymore. They didn't murder One-Eyed Mask or Recluse. They didn't nur- They didn't murder the Whisper. I don't know about Izanagi's. Izanagi's is a- another weapon that just probably freaking shouldn't exist, but... I don't think they've I don't think they've murdered a lot of weapons recently. Three months from uh, seven beeb, thank you. That's a blue badge. Um, I don't think they're murdering hard light. When I read the changes to the to the to the hard light, I'm like, God's oh, pretty reasonable, you know. It doesn't seem like they're they're obliterating it. The last word got murdered on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, it did. It did. I think that's a specific scenario, and I think that's a specific problem. So I wouldn't use as an example of like, yeah, Bungie murdered last word. It's like, well, they're going to have to come up with some nuance in the design of the last word to make it maybe usable on mouse and keyboard. You know, they murdered Skull of the Dire Ahamkara. I wouldn't say they murdered it. I, I would say they took it out of out of being uh, being Godzilla. It was Godzilla, and they turned it into like, you know, maybe a baby raptor. It's just, it was so dumb. His skull was broken. Three months from Tony the Turtle, or Tony Turtle, that's a blue badge. Um, Last Word got murdered? No, it didn't. Have you seen people use Last Word on controller? It did not get murdered. (laughs) Shards Shards of Galanor, Skull of the Dire Ahamkara, Phoenix Protocol, and Orpheus Rigs are all in the same category, okay? They needed to be put in place. They did. They needed to be put in place. They were broken. They were literally breaking encounters. They, like, Reckoning was built for those exotics. That's how strong they were. You know? That's how strong they were. Is Reckoning is a direct response to those particular exotics. That is a unique problem. So, sure, you can say, oh, they quote-unquote murdered them, but it's like, well, yeah, they, they seem like they're garbage now because they were broken before. They're still worth using in certain circumstances. Now, Skull isn't really going to compete with Nezirak, and I think that's part of the problem. Nezirak is generally a better a better item, especially if you throw on a void weapon. Um, so Skull Skull is, is understandably kind of sidelined. Um... Skull of the Dire, eight kills equals another super, which is broken. It was, it was, I remember I was playing Gambit Prime and I would go over and I would Nova and kill one of their big yellow majors that they added and I would kill a bunch of other enemies and I would get my super back and I would do it again and get my super back and I would do it to a, uh, an envoy and I would get my super back and I was like, this is broken. This, this is not how supers are meant to be used. This is so stupid. Like, I don't know it. If you think Ursa's murdered, tried on this week's Grandmaster Nightfall. Yeah, Ursa's another one that they nerfed, and they, as a concept, okay, as a concept, I think that concept is broken. I just, I don't think exotics should exist that give you your super back when using your super. I love Skull of the Dire Ahamkara, and I really love Shards of Galanor. I got really good with shards. I was consistently getting back seventy-five percent of my super. But it's fun, isn't it? Well, that's the problem. Then there's no reason to run literally any other exotic in the game. 
there's why would you run anything else they become so dominant you'd be stupid you would be stupid not to run well oh i'm switching to 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 well of radiance okay throw on phoenix oh i'm running i'm running tether run rigs what about this nope what about this nope what about this nope why would you run anything else they were so silly broken Shards of Galanor is still broken, by the way, in two scenarios. I'm fine with it being broken in the blind well, but when you go to sudden death in Gambit, Shards of Galanor has got to be... It's so dumb. It invalidates that entire environment in fight. It is so stupid. It is so dumb. (laughs) Everybody else is like, here, I got to save my super or use my super intelligently, and the hunter's like, what? You're dumb. Super. Super. (laughs) Super. It's so broken. And that's exactly why. It's like... I'm going to make a parallel here, okay? Exotics that give you back super when using your super are tantamount to exotics that subvert ammo economy. It's the same idea. Black Spindle, Whisper, uh, Icebreaker. These these guns and items shouldn't exist. They undercut just far-reaching systems of balance and these exotics are like <laughs> what are you talking about ammo economy zip and they just skate on past it yeah revoker these are items that shouldn't exist you take this big giant elaborate system and you're like okay you can do this to make your you know your super come back a little bit quicker your dodge this blah 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 here's ammo economy here's this big giant system and then you hand somebody an exotic weapon or an exotic you know, piece of armor that's like that whole thing that they spent all that time building, none of that touches me. I just skate right on past it. I would zip that it, weapons that circumvent ammo economy and exotics that give back super shouldn't exist in the game. Just write that down. And the head of the franchise agrees with me. Like Luke Smith literally said that Whisper shouldn't be in the game. It just shouldn't be in the game. <laughs> it shouldn't. Reckoning was built with those exotics in mind, and it made the content near impossible without them. Exactly. When you have exotics that completely out, like step outside of ammo economy or step outside of these systems of balance, you have two options. Okay, two options. You have a trivialized PvE or PvE that is built for those exotics. Neither of those are good. Trivialized PvE, it's like, well, then what's the point? Yeah, just run this and bake everything. But then when they create PvE for those exotics, now that squashes decision-making. It's like, if you're going to run Reckoning, you need Rigs, you need Skull, you need, you know, Phoenix Well. Boom, you're done. When people brought in Titans to Reckoning when it first dropped, it was like, get out of here. Go back over there in the corner. You get out of here. We don't want you. Titans were a drain on your efficiency and reckoning. Its first iteration was literally built for stupidly strong exotics. And that makes the content really unfun and narrow. There's a triumph to do reckoning with no supers. Yeah, you understand they've completely nerfed the encounters, right? Ghostface, they changed the entire encounters. By the way, if you want to do it without supers, just do a bunch of warlocks of sanguine and have eternal healing rifts. Because those won't count. Like... They've nerfed the encounter. The encounter was built for it, and li- and they admitted to this. They admitted to this. Go read the first iteration. Go read the first director's cut. Luke Smith basically talks about that. When the when you guys are too strong, we tried to make content for you being that strong, and it ended up being bad content. It ended up being bad content. Reckoning wasn't good. 
It all had to be adjusted. All of it. I was the first person to argue against these exotic with Lono years ago. Milo, Milo stayed the course with Reckoning and those exotics, and eventually I saw what he meant. Because I was in Reckoning the one day, and we had a Titan, and I was like, Milo's right. This content sucks. If you don't have these exotics, this content is so irritating. And I was like, that it, it I was convinced in that moment to, that his position was right. Like these exotics shouldn't exist. They're 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 bad. They're bad for the game. Uh Woods photo. Bungie mentioned changing ricochet damage separately in PvP and PvE to the community's delight. Should we expect more of this type of tuning in the future? They've been doing this recently, yes. They've been t- attempting to adjust separately. Yeah. And it's harder to do, by the way. There's not like a knob they can turn to make PvE and PvP damage different. It's not that simple. They actually go into the game and they adjust how enemies receive damage. So Bungie has gone into the game and they have made all the enemy types receive a double damage bonus from ricochet rounds on the hard light. That is how they're doing it. Well, no, it's probably they dropped. They probably took the floor of it down to a one dot three five, and then they have all the enemies in PVE make up the difference by receiving even more damage from it, an extra point six five percent, an an extra multiplier on top has been applied to the enemies. So they actually do it on the side of the enemies. They make the enemies receive more damage from the weapon. It's so weird. And a good example of this is when the lanterns in Leviathan were receiving too much damage from Wardcliff Coil. They didn't nerf Wardcliff Coil. They went in and tweaked the way that the, the lanterns received damage from that particular item. They can do that. So they do that with the enemies. When they made all those changes recently to weapons and they gave them greater or lesser critical damage against enemies or majors or minors, they didn't do that to the weapons. They do it to the enemies. It's backwards. It's like reverse engineering. That's the only way they make changes to PvE. That's the only way they make changes to PvP and PvE separately. So it takes more time. That's why they don't do it all that often. They can't They can't balance separately. It takes a significant amount of more time to do it. And when they do it, that's why I think sometimes these updates take so long. How long are the servers usually down for? This is only supposed to be like 15 minutes. We should be back up for reset. I am convinced. I think in 30 minutes when the flags update, I don't think it's going to be as extreme. I think they're doing something in the background because I think something was going on. I, that, I think something's. I think it's going to be different today. I do. I think the, I think the daily re- results aren't going to be as slanted. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're sand. I don't think they're they're buffing it or tweaking it or rigging it. I think they're going to. I think they're they're updating something to prevent the cheating that was going on. I think I think whatever was going on is getting blocked today. I think I do. This update kind of came out of nowhere. Eh? This is weird. What, what are we doing? What is? It's a Wednesday. What's happening? <laughs> and they baked in the hard light nerf out of nowhere. I don't know. Uh, Lispy. Do you think the casual community will be affected by this nerf? Um, I I think casuals will be the ones that are more likely to get frustrated by this. But again, I also think that they don't read the the blog posts and the and the and the patch notes. So I think a lot of the casuals will just run in the crucible, keep using their hard light, and they're not going to freaking notice. It's still going to be a great weapon. Exandrol. Is there anything else that you would like to see nerf regarding auto rifles that they have not talked about? I mean, I, I, 
I don't I'm not arguing for a nerf I would just want them to watch the trends over the next couple of weeks with with auto rifles because I do think that they're too dominant right now it's it's become it's just that's what everybody's using it's everywhere um and I'm not asking for a nerf just look at the trends what's going on are people dying at too far range from them should they be reined in a little bit on range um you know should we increase damage drop off so they're really really lethal mid range but not at you know as soon as you leave mid range they start to suck um so there's an outside game update okay papa trolls says i understand the community and bungie look at outliers in the meta uh but why does Bungie always tunnel vision and not look at archetypes like 600 RPMs? Trials top 10 weapons still include Suros and eventually will have Summoner. Well, that's what I've been talking about though. Like, I actually would prefer them to do it this way. Instead of being like, oh man, hard light, woof, and they make this big sweeping change to auto rifles, they're like, no, 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 no. Let's tweak hard light on its own. And then maybe after we do that, will feel the need to mess with 600 RPMs. Does that make sense? They're starting with the, with the hard light first, kind of reining it in, and then they want to be like, okay, now we can go, now we can go and look at the others. Because I do, I do think that when they make a sweeping change like that, sometimes it's really, really hard to then wrangle everything else in. It's like, well, what do we do with hard light? You just messed with 600s, now what do we do? You, yeah, exactly what Wheezy's saying. You hit the outlier first, and then you try and standardize after the fact. Now, sometimes I don't think that they, they should do that. Like, when they nerfed um, Luna's and Not Forgotten, I feel like they should have standardized the hand cannon performance on console first. I think they should have done that first. And then after they did that, I would have then... Destiny's downloading a 142 meg update. After that... Then they could have said, okay, now let's look at Lunas and Not Forgotten with respect to, like, two-tapping. But they literally changed the archetype of the weapons. It was like, what the frick? Like, it didn't seem necessary. It seemed like they should have universalized the hand cannon performance on console first. And then, and then they could have said, okay, now that we've done that, let's look at two-taps on Lunas and Not Forgotten and maybe, maybe minimize how that happens. Yo, what's good, Sir Space? Thanks for stopping by. Uh, debauchery. Do you think instead of this nerf, a magazine nerf would be better? By the way, sorry about the other day. No, it's okay. Submitting multiple questions happens sometimes. Just every once in a while, you could uh, you could talk to the mods and see if it happens by accident or something. It's not a big deal. By the way, if you're just tuning in, checking on like the maintenance and the patch and everything, I appreciate you stopping by. A free way to support my channel, a uh, free way to support my channel is to click the follow button. So if you're here and you click that button, you can show up every day, Monday through Friday. It is a family-friendly stream. You don't got to worry about what I'm going to say. Um, and it's very conversational, very back and forth. It's almost like an interactive podcast that you can lurk and listen to, game and listen to, which keep me on in the background. We'll see if we can get in yet. It just says contacting Destiny 2 servers. So as far as nerfing the magazine, would that have been better? Given how quickly the gun can be reloaded, and given the fact that they gave us like advanced auto rifle reloader on the on the artifact, I really don't think that would have done much. It's not that hard to reload it. That really isn't the issue. I know that the the magazine is a part of the spam. It is. But I also think that, like, the primary issue was how efficient certain things on it were. As opposed to being like, oh, well, just take away, you know, the take away the, 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 the magazine. You know what I mean? 
Bungie's constant buffner cycle is nothing but a smokescreen to provide cover for far bigger problems in the game, like the lack of connection quality, lag, lack of dedicated servers. So, Lono, you and your streaming brother need to step up and start pounding Bungie on this issue? I mean, I... I really don't think I buy into that. I don't. Alright, the flags are flat. The flags are flat, and the medals for today... Congratulations. Yay, Titans won again. So surprising. Uh, It's Crucible and Destinations. Crucible and Destinations. So I should be able to get another Triumph today, uh, because I had more Destinations uh, than I need to get. Um, It's a slide shot. Quick draw. Um... So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a little too spin foil hat for me, dude. I don't think Bungie's like, I got an idea. Things are kind of bad right now. Can we get the sandbox team to just like make up nerfs and buff cycle? I, I don't think so. There was a download, like 140 something meg. So I I don't think they're doing that. I don't think I don't think companies do that to their games. I don't think they're going to be like, I've got an idea. Let's fiddle around with guns, with nerfs and buffs to distract from the real problems and the real issues. I just, I don't, I don't really give a whole lot of table to that. That just seems like a very, very, um, you know, kind of ludicrous idea. It seems very paranoid too. It's like, yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to address the real issues. What do you mean? Like all of the issues with trials that they addressed in their recent TWAB that, they don't want to address or talk about the real issues even though they just did. They don't want to talk about the insane epidemic of cheating even though they literally just talked about it and said there's been a 50% increase in cheating. They're banning 2,000 people a week now instead of 600. Like, they they certainly, they certainly are, I think, addressing and talking about issues head on. They're not ignoring them and hoping that like buffs and nerfs are going to distract people. I really don't think so. So we're going to wait again. Normally we're going to stand here and wait for the 30 minutes and we're going to see what the flags do. Small King. If Hardlight was an exotic quest and not so easily accessible, do you still believe a nerf? Uh, do you still believe in a nerf, especially if the quest was to get it was hard? I, I mean this. I mean this wholeheartedly. I don't really give a crap if you went through a hard quest. If a gun is broken, it needs fixed. People use this argumentation about Izanagi's. And I'm like, so if you had to go through a grindy or somewhat frustrating or long quest, it's okay to just let a weapon destroy balance? That's not a valid argument. It just isn't. And then, conversely, does that mean if a weapon's fairly easy to get, it should be absolute garbage trash? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, If you're going to say, like, oh, it should always stay... It should always stay this way. It should always be like this. Well, like, no. Like, just because it was hard to get doesn't mean they can let something just run away. People argue that with the recluse. Oh, come on. It was hard to get the recluse. Okay, but the, the weapon's busted. This nerd tells me they can push small balance tweaks more frequently. Oh, this nerf. This nerf tells me they can push more small balance tweaks uh, more frequently. Uh and they need to based on certification some of this was finished two weeks ago so it took them probably like a week to adjust hard light they can definitely push small balancing patches more I didn't even consider certification playing a role here Eugene so you're thinking that they rolled out this idea plan to nerf two weeks ago because of certification that lines up with my prediction that they were going to nerf it really fast right so what are we we're six weeks in and it was after the second week that I was like they're going to nerf this in a week or two 
that lines up. I was like, there's no way they're going to let this thing run away. There's no way. It just takes a while with Microsoft and Sony certification. Like, it... it, it uh, how is the hard light nerve? I, it's the... Uh, well, I haven't tested it out yet, so you'll have to test it out on your own. I've not played with it that much, so I won't really be able to tell you. I barely use it. I use it like one day, um, and I've just been using Thorn uh, instead. Would you be open to auto rifles being adjusted so that they are more forgiving rather than as lethal as they are now? Increase the optimal TTK and lower body. Um, Yeah, I don't know if patch notes are out yet. I mean, I like the way you phrase this on the front end. Maybe make them a little bit more forgiving, but not as lethal. I don't necessarily know if that would work, though. If you make them more forgiving, wouldn't that kind of automatically make them more lethal? Like, if you lower... If you lower lethality, hunter flag higher... No, it's because of how I'm standing. Um, If you lower lethality, but then you raise the forgiveness of the weapon, wouldn't that make up for the lowered lethality and then it would kind of be in the same realm and then in many cases maybe be worse because now you've made the gun even easier to use like you know what I'm saying? I don't know I would I would want to hear exactly how you'd think that they could implement this I mean, you said increase optimal TTK to .8 and lower the body to 1 I lower peak lethality I'm I don't know. I don't like getting down into these like teeny tiny solutions because there's other problems that could emerge from that. It's it's just too specific of an idea uh, for me to engage with. I don't I don't generally like getting this. My flags have moved. Titans way up. Warlocks about mid. Your flags moved. No, you just yours haven't flattened out yet. They're not. They don't move that early. It's only been ten minutes. I just don't think yours have flattened out yet. It, they don't they they usually take 25 to 30 minutes to move unless them flattening out as a total glitch i don't i don't i don't think so that seems way too early they've they've every time we've done this it's been around 25 25 29 31 minutes always in that always in that ballpark try reloading the tower no i'm going to stand here and wait for them to move reloading never does anything you you have to wait we've done this a couple of times already um, Jean 407 do you think if they leave AR how they are but bring back the range for hand cannons would that help balance the sandbox it feels like a lot of times these buffs happen in a vacuum um, I, I I don't know I, I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think of some of the engagements I've had recently where I thought the hand cannon and the auto rifle shootout was really frustrating it was it was really flinch i think that really it really came down to i if you get hit with a pulse rifle or a scout in the head i'm okay with that being a pretty good amount of flinch right but i feel like auto rifles do so much flinch that it's 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 a lost cause you can't get in a shootout with somebody it's really really tough you're like, bam, bam, and then it's over. Like, you're going to miss the second or the third, and then you're dead. The time to kill window is so small. Flinch making you miss one shot is usually the end of the road. Like, that's it. It's such a small window of time. 
So I would say, I would really, really say it's it, it might come down to flinch and a little bit of range. If hand cannons were a little bit better at... If, if hand cannons were a little bit better at range and auto rifles flinch was minimized, it might be a little bit better. It might make up the difference so that if you were at the right range and accurate, you would beat an auto rifle user and then they would be like, I have to get closer. And if they got closer, it, it would be clear that like, okay... I can I can minimize how strong this guy's auto rifle is if I just kind of stay back. It's like it's like when you know someone's going to slide shotgun against you the whole game and you stay back away from choke points and suddenly you stop getting killed by shotguns. It's like a miracle. Everybody hates on shotguns, but the more map aware you become, the less the less of a problem the shotguns become. It's like just stay away from the freaking doors. Like quit 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 hugging the door. You're making it easy. They get close to the they get they get close to the door and you just slide through and shotgun you because you're just this brain dead dum dum standing on a choke point. Back the frick up. Anytime I'm playing against shotgun shotgunners and I started backing up, all of a sudden I started winning and I just bam, bam, bam. They try and push me and I just put Thorn right in their face and they're dundee. Everybody kinda but yeah, chaperone's absurd, but at least they have to use an exotic to do that. At least they have to use uh, an exotic to do that. Chaperone's crazy. Like, Chaperone is a sniper, but at least they have to waste an exotic slot on it. Um, And they have to land a crit as well. They have to land a crit. They can't just body you. Um, So... I, I really do think that it's come it, some of it just feels like it comes down to flinch like you're using an auto rifle and it's so easy to use you shouldn't get such an easy amount of flinch but if you're long range and you're putting shots on my head with a scout I can see that that's pretty reasonable I should be getting flinched pulse rifle it should kind of come down from there right a scout should probably give the most flinch and then after that a hand cannon should be a decent amount of flinch and then pulse less auto rifle less smg less like an smg shouldn't flinch you at all like this man lono hits the facts sometimes it makes me lonogasm well i get i think that generally when i was trying to use my hand cannon the other day against auto rifles that's really what it felt like it's like i could beat that guy if i didn't feel like i was getting hit in the head by a like by a buzzing beehive it's like oh i can't hit anything and then the fight's over it fights over at that point you miss one shot and the ttk on a hard light and a suros you're dead if you miss a shot and stay in the lane so it's like boom boom miss dodge out of the lane if you're a hunter, that's what you have to do every time. It's like, bam, bam, I missed, dodge. Bam, bam, got him, almost got him. And then you missed the third, and now you've committed, and you missed the third, you've been in the lane too long, and you're dead. <laughs> and you're dead. A hand cannon in its effective range should give second most flinch. A hand cannon at the end of its range or beyond shouldn't do much flinch at all. Yeah, relational flinch would be good. Yeah, I could see that. Something, you know, some it, it should, like an auto rifle, if it's like literally like right in your gut, should maybe give you a little bit more flinch. But like mid to long range, an auto rifle, you shouldn't even feel it. Reddit's going to hate you for saying that. Well, and listen, I can say that because I was the guy in Destiny 1 that just hated shotguns. And then I started watching better players and I started watching how they handled radar and map and staying away from choke points and I was like oh it's like a light bulb went off it's like I'm the problem I'm the problem there's a way to mitigate this there's a way to there's a way to to, to lower this now shotguns were still absurd in D1 especially you know with the, the era of the Mapador that was a pretty rough time 
And I definitely think Bungie overreacted, but that that was back during a, a pretty sharp pendulum swing. It was like they hurt last word in doctrine, and there was no good mid-range shutdown, so it just became a shotgun rush everywhere. It was just absurd. And if you didn't have a god roll matador, the difference between a god roll and a, and a basic matador, you would lose those fights every time. You'd be not. There's, there's no hope for you. Avin J. Uh, I'm a crucible potato and the hard light meta brought me back. I am now not, I think he meant to say now not motivated uh, to stay in post nerf. Should Bungie allow low skill weapons like hard light to thrive uh, transiently to attract more players to PvP? Well, when he said, when you say transiently, I, I, if, if what, it, the word transient means like coming and going. So you're saying they should always have like coming and going like really strong, like low hanging fruit weapons. Um, I, I think at like a foundational level that creates a significant problem. You're catering, you're catering to people that aren't that committed and frustrating, like basically everybody, everybody else. Does that make sense? That's a super, super dangerous thing to do. You cater to that bottom rung and they're not really committed. They don't give a frick about your game. And then, and then, and then your hardcores leave. Now, Part of this equation you can see on full display in Fortnite. Okay? They it would only be transient. It doesn't matter though, Avin J. If there's always a low hanging fruit, super low skill weapon, it doesn't matter what it is. Auto rifle, SMG, it doesn't matter. If you're all if it's always if, if if it's always the horse of a different color, it doesn't matter. It's still a it's still a low hanging fruit, super easy to use weapon. Right now, Fortnite is seeing a max a mass exodus of their highly competitive players and they're all going to Valorant and they're also seeing an exodus of players like me I don't want to freaking play why because they're trying to protect the casuals so they put bots in the game aim assist is insane on a controller and skill based matchmaking makes me sweat every game I sweat every game I got back into Fortnite to relearn it so I could shout cast it and most of the games were absolute freaking misery now, Fortnite does it because they have a actual revenue driving reason to keep seven-year-old Billy happy and they don't give a rip about 38-year-old Lono because I'm not buying skins every other day, right? I'm not a strong revenue stream for them, so I don't freaking matter. The bottom rung matters. Revenue stream, okay? Lono old. In Destiny, you have a different scenario. You have an established five-and-a-half-year-old franchise and you have a, a feeling of combat and a feeling of shooting and response and player feedback that doesn't jive with what you're saying. You're going you're gonna to push out all of your committeds. Even your mid-lane committeds wouldn't like that. They wouldn't. Now, there's a big difference between casual committeds and fair-weather casuals, Right? Like, fair-weather casuals are going to come and go no matter what. So if you start trying to appeal to them, like, well, let's give them transient weapons that make them get lots of kills. Your committed casuals, that's the real question. What's going to keep your committed casuals? They're casual. They don't play hardcore. They're not loomy. They're not going flawless every weekend. But they love to play Destiny, and they love Crucible. Those are committed casuals. There's a danger of even shoving them out with this. There's a danger of shoving them out because they're going to be like, dude, this is annoying. How many people right now are a committed casual and they're just freaking sick to death of the hard light? They're just sick of it. You don't have to be loomy to hate the hard light. 
you could be right smack dab in the middle that's me i'm in the middle i'm smack dab in the middle of the player base and when i play crucible and it's hard lights everywhere and it's auto rifles everywhere i'm like this is not fun this is dumb it's just a boring spray meta you know um i see your point all i'm saying is that it had not been for the hard light i probably would never come back to pvp now that i've had that experience i'm planning to stay and try and get better Oh, you're saying you got one over. I mean, I hear what you're saying. An accessible entry point is important, and I argue for that all the time. You're banging on a drum I like to bang on. If you have a good accessible entry point, you're more likely to turn a casual into a hardcore. I agree with that. I've used that same exact philosophy of thinking surrounding trials. Accessible entry point. That doesn't mean you can go flawless very easily, but an accessible entry point. Come in, do bounties, get tokens, get gear. You don't have to go flawless and be a god. That's an accessible entry point. That's good for the viability of the playlist. That's good for the longevity of the playlist. You're leaving accessibility and you're talking in a skill in a skill environment. I think it gets a lot more complicated when you leave the accessibility and you get into giving people easy kills getting people easy kills is not necessarily an accessibility problem so i auto rifles are very accessible weapons it's it's if you played call of duty if you played any if you played any game auto rifles are right there easy to grab easy to go in and get stuff done and there that's a problem because everybody starts using them it's, it, there's a tension here. Whatever you give to the casuals that's strong and easy to use, hand that to a, a medium to, to better skilled player, and then you've now created an, epi- an ep- epidemic of auto rifles. How does Fortnite filter players in their skill-based matchmaking? I don't know, but when the minute it got turned on and people started blasting them for it, you could literally feel it in the game you can just feel it it's like i'm not ever playing anybody that seems to be mediocre bad or at my skill level i'm always playing miniature tifus and people that want to be the next bugga and if i'm not killing them i'm fighting literal bots like actual bots in the game it's like the juxtaposition is so sharp it's absurd that's why the bots stand out by the way the bots stand out because exactly what I'm talking about in Fortnite the bots stand out because like it's either some idiot out in the open who has no clue what's going on because it's a literal computer player bot not a bad player bot but an actual bot the bots stand out because I never see below average or average players in Fortnite I kill bots that don't do anything and then all of a sudden I'm like there's a player tip tip they create the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And if I want to fight him, I got to be able to do that too and edit. It's like the edit fights the other day that you guys saw Braden doing. It's like, I, 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 I can't keep up with that. <laughs> That's why the bots stand out. Because there's no, there's no players in my games anywhere in Fortnite that are close to those guys. And periodically, some bad or average players end up in my lobby and then they murder me with aim assist. They're just like, yeah, they have openly admitted to bots being in the game. Yes, there's a blog post about it. They actually said they are putting bots in the game to speed up matchmaking. And also to give little Johnny two Johnny No Thumbs easy kills. Like <laughs> my kill death went up all of a sudden and the fun factor went down. It was so weird. It was like my kill counts went way up. All of a sudden I, I have six or seven kills a game. What the frick is going on? But my fun factor went down because we're not winning and we're getting obliterated by people because of skill-based matchmaking. People are okay with that? 
bottom line dude money all about the money you keep Johnny no thumbs happy he keeps swiping mom's credit card because he wants to look like Deadpool they don't give a frick if I leave I'm not spending as much money as him (laughs) you gotta keep Johnny no thumbs happy why do you think there's NPCs in the game now you can literally land in a spot kill literal NPCs and get awesome loot you can go kill Deadpool and get a gold drum gun like (laughs) you know my flag's just updated and the hunter flag is highest. Are you serious? Are you are you pulling my leg logic? Mine haven't updated yet, but yesterday it was around the 25 minute mark. I told you guys. I, t- I, I, I are you pulling my leg logic? I was like, dude, they're going to push out this hotfix and everything's going to change. Everything's going to change, dude. They're stuck. I'm telling you, man. Hunters were trolling. No, I'm telling you. I think Bungie baked in something today to stop the stuff that we were suspecting. Screenshot or it hasn't happened? Yeah, it'll update soon. It's usually been updating right around this time. So, right now, Titans have won seven days in a row. So, logic might be uh, pulling my leg, though. Well, wait. The flags will move any moment. Um, Hang on a second. It's Truds. Um... Somebody just said mine is Hunters with First as well. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. It was D- Dylan's Twitter speech? No, it wasn't. No. No. You just think conveniently? Come on. I want these flags to update because I got a whole rant loaded and ready to go, dude. I got a whole rant ready to go. Logic just tweeted me a picture. Hang on. It's going to mess up capture, but that's okay. I'm not... Hang on. Notifications sometimes need to be refreshed. Oh my gosh. If that's real... If that's real and not from day one... <laughs> Tweeter switch, uh, cheater switch to hunters? No. No. Uh-uh. No. I'm going to sit here and wait. Everybody's saying it's real. It's real. Mine updated. I'm telling you, I told you this was going to happen before. I said it. Let's go back to the tapes. (laughs) Let's go back to the tapes. I said, I said, seven days of Titans, something's going on, and they just magically pushed out a hotfix today. I said, you watch, they're going to push out this hotfix, and then everything's going to change, because they're blocking something that people were doing. Just, I'm telling you, they did something, because I told you, I was like, something nefarious is going on here, man, Titans are doing something. Um, hang on. As Paul Tassie said in his article, the nerf goes against the Lord. Does this make this a knee-jerk reaction and set a bad example for nerfs going forward? I generally don't care about this. They got to focus on balance sometimes more than lore. Seriously. Um, I agree with what you're saying, and don't you agree that streamers have a stronger voice? Oh, but don't you agree that streamers have a stronger voice just due to the nature of the position. In other words, streamers can make changes happen easier than just your average player. But I really don't think so, and here's why. Like, 
I'm one person and I can put up a video and I can get upvotes and I can get likes and blah 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 and so could all of the bigger YouTubers than me. I'm probably the smallest, you know, Destiny YouTuber. Maybe not the smallest, but like I'm one of the smaller ones. I'm closing in on 50,000 subs. My YouTube channel is nothing impressive, okay? I don't think you could say that I have a like a bigger voice or an easier voice. Bungie goes to Reddit, they go to the forums, they go to Twitter. They literally have community managers that their job is to interact with the community at that level. Like, that's their job. So, and a lot of the times, what we end up saying, we are merely echoing the voice of the many. Tons of people come in here and they say all these things to me. I start to look at it, experience it, and I'm kind of swayed. I'm like, yeah, you guys are right. This kind of sucks, right? This kind of sucks. So even even then, a lot of times what I'm saying, there's there's a thousand other people in my chat saying the same dadgum thing. So it's not my voice. I think that's that sometimes that's such a mis that's such a misconception. That's such a misconception. It's like the, the, the you know streamers have a bigger voice or a more influential voice. It's like no, not really. Your tower updated. I want to see them actually move. I'm going to stay here until they move. It's a regional thing. I'll wait. I'll wait. Usually it's around 30 minutes for me. 30 to 31 minutes. So, your voice carries more weight than the community as a whole? I Again, I just don't know if I agree with that. I really don't know if I agree with that. I don't. I think oftentimes... I I know kind of where things are going to head or what things need to happen and I just make those videos people are like yeah see you have influence and I'm like yeah but if you couldn't see that Ikelos shotgun was going to get nerfed or that the recluse was going to get nerfed or that like think about it like this okay so when I made my video and I said pinnacle weapons are a problem and need to go away okay and then like a month later there's a blog post from Bungie saying the exact same dadgum thing there's literally no way they got their marching orders from me. They probably had made that decision months before that. Months before that they had made that decision. I They came to the real, same realization as me, but they're not like, what, well, did you see Lono's video? Like, the timeline for their decision making doesn't line up a lot of the times for, for like YouTubers to have a bigger voice or something. I really don't think so. You have more influence because you're watched by a lot of people. I think people are giving your voice credit when you're more of a focal point of all watchers' voices. Yeah, I just think it's more correlation than causation. It's like what I say correlates to what's kind of going on and what people are generally thinking, and it correlates to the changes Bungie makes. It's not a causative force. It's not a causative force. Like, I... I don't know. I don't want to like have like a false sense of humility here. I genuinely don't think that I'm sitting here driving some narrative that that results in things going my way. Yay for me. I I don't know. Streamers also have weight in the community which can further the mob mentality. Well, this is why I'm always very careful. That's why I don't like that's why I talked about how the you know people using their platform to call another person toxic or to equate recoveries with cheating 
I, I think the grand irony is that those people are, are more toxic than the people that they think that are toxic. They're more damaging to the community than the people that they think that are damaging to the community because they take this weird, passive, like, self-righteous, condemning attitude. And it's just like, th- I'm always very careful about that. I don't, I don't, I've never once gone on Twitter and, like, railed against another content creator or, like, railed against a group of people. The people, the people that get the sharpest edge of my tongue are cheaters and they deserve it. Like, they, come on, you're, they're scum. Get them out of here. Like, they're cannibalistic. You're ruining the game. But, like, generally speaking, like, I've never gone hard at recoveries or carries or streamers that I don't agree with or streamers that do things I don't like. Now, sometimes I will say, like, generally, I'm like, yeah, like, equating recoveries with cheating, I think that's not, I think that's unhelpful. I don't think that's a good thing to do with your platform. Um... I don't know. It just it just seems tribalistic and unnecessary. I'm gonna have to reinstance because it's like 32 minutes past. Um, I'll tr- I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just try and go to the annex and come back. I watch you almost every day, and there are some issues that you've changed my mind on. Your platform, more than others, discusses issues, uh, and the exchange does affect viewpoints. So you do have an effect. Yeah, I. Yeah. I'll okay. I'll concede that I have an effect, but I don't like I don't like ever giving way. I'm have to go to orbit. I don't like giving any traction to the idea that I have more of a voice or a stronger voice or a more important voice. I don't like those classifications because I generally don't think that that's true. I don't. Do I have influence? Yes. Do I convince people to change their minds about certain things, whether it's infusion or leveling or if a weapon needs nerf? Yes, I have had people say that I've changed their mind about stuff. Sure, I, I have influence. Um, so I'll concede that, but I never want to give way to this narrative that like the game is made for streamers and streamers get to dictate what happens. And I, I, I think that's a dangerous, dangerous narrative to give any traction to because your voice is so important. Your contribution to this conversation right now, or the, 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 the forums or any of those places that you go to voice your opinion. Now, if you want to sit here and tell me that this is not related to what they did today, I, I, I refuse to believe that. I, I, I told you guys. I told you guys. I said something. Uh, Titans were doing something. And I think the hotfix today blocked whatever they were doing. I, I, I do. I, I believe that. Seven days in a row of it immediately. B- b- Titans. And if you need proof that these flags do not represent the entire composition total, there's your proof. It's a daily total. Now, if you guys think there's some black hat thing going on in the background because we're only 30 minutes in, and how did hunters and warlocks suddenly suddenly crop up to the top? Even warlocks are higher than they've normally been. Even warlocks. My tower updated. Titans are winning. What? What do you mean? How? It's we're only 30 minutes in. What's good, Lone Wolf? How are you? Join me? Alright, hang on. Wheezy says he's got different to he's got different totals. I don't I don't see you. Now you're saying warlocks are far ahead? Titans are winning and, and hunters are second. 
People are throwing out all kind of crazy totals now. What? Titans are winning. I've got people saying Warlocks are winning. I've got people saying Titans are winning. And I've got people saying Hunters are winning. Titans are first in my tower. I wonder if people are in an old instance, though, if Titans are still winning, though. Eat your words? Dude, what do you mean, eat my words? Bungie clearly changed something. Because the the totals are all over the place. This is the first time in eight days that it wasn't immediately Titans. Yeah, mine is still Hunters. I Something had to have happened. You're appearing online again? Okay, hang on. I'm going to go to Wheezy's Instance. Your destination's full. Wait, there we go. I don't know. I tweeted you my tower. It's Titans in yours. Alright, hang on a second. We're getting all kind of different results right now. Yeah, somebody's got one where hunters aren't getting buried. Titans are in the lead, but not by the huge margin that they have been. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of you. I got one where it's just warlocks all the way, nobody else. Yeah, I got a lot of different pictures here. Even the pictures where the Titans are winning, they're not winning by nearly as much. Maybe the flags are broken. I I refuse to believe they didn't do something today. Something happened. All of a sudden, the flags are on the fritz. (laughs) The flags are suddenly completely glitched out and messing up. Uh, Gaming Forte sent me one where it's Hunter's way up higher above everybody else. Yeah, here we go. This is the one I've gotten the most pictures of is this one right here. But again, Titans are not blowing it out of the water right now. Hunters are hunters are not getting crushed and warlocks are not getting crushed. This is way closer. This is way closer than it's been for for 7 days now. This is the most common picture I have. I have like 4 of these on Twitter. Check Paul Tassi's Twitter. All right, hang on a second. Those of you listening to the Q&A, this is getting a little this is getting a little crazy, but we're just going to roll with it. Plot twist. This is not photoshopped. What's going on? Yeah, Paul Tassi's from a minute ago is almost a three-way tie. Paul Tassi's from a minute ago is almost a three-way tie. I got a couple pictures now of three-way ties. They are live time moving. Go to your tower again. I'm just gonna keep re-instancing. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this um Oh, Weezy already left. Uh, I'm just going to go to the next question. We're going to keep checking it. Do you feel like some of the issues with balancing the sandbox have to do with D2 having too many weapon archetypes? Um, I think that's part of the challenge, but I don't think that's like something that they need to try to rectify. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they need to like try to rectify it. I think that, I think that having a lot of archetypes is difficult. So like if they buff one hand cannon archetype, the other hand cannon archetypes get left behind. Like right now, people are like, well, 110s and 140s suck. You see what I'm saying? But I don't want them to like, if if your question is insinuating they need to like get rid of archetypes, I'm going to say, no, no, no. I actually like the fact that there's a lot of archetypes. It just comes with a challenge of being like, you know, can we get them all equal? 
You think they're fixed now? I just, listen, guys, listen. I don't know if the patch notes are going to include this. Yeah, look at this. Now warlocks are surging ahead. I'm just going to tell you right now, okay? I don't believe that for seven days, we would get 30 minutes in and Titans would jump up and nobody else would move, okay? And then all of a sudden, oh, we dropped some frames, sorry. Um, And then all of a sudden, they push out a hotfix and it's completely different than it's been for seven days. I think they pushed out something not to not to throw it right not to throw it or to tweak it I think they threw something out to say to, to block what people were doing whether it was the net limiting whether it was like the deleting of characters Bungie 100% has made some sort of a change seven days in a row it was exactly the same every day Titans and then the flags wouldn't move yeah, it looks like Titans are pulling ahead, but I don't know. Are the flags, like, actively moving? I'm going to get this close to them, and we're going to see if they're actively moving, like, live time. The flags moved again. It's shifting. This is crazy. I, no, I don't think they're messing with the waiting, because... Um, Cosmo said they will not go in and mess with the waiting. He said, they said if somebody's just going to blast ahead, they're going to blast ahead. Like he, he says we're not going to go in and tweak it. I think they did something in the background to prevent the nefarious things from happening. I still think the last seven days, there were groups of people doing something nefarious and it got blocked today. That's what I think happened. This is the first day in seven days it hasn't been like super, super predictable. This seems more like a normal competition race and it was not like this for the last seven days. Uh, what are your thoughts on scout rifles in PvP? I already gave my thoughts on scout rifles and, you know, how they probably could use, you know, some sort of a buff. Some sort of a buff. Uh, people complain 6v6 modes are too chaotic, given how agile and powerful guardians have become. If indeed it's a problem, should Bungie just build larger maps or think of downgrading certain modes to 5v5? Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where people asked for 6v6 and we got it. And I think the biggest problem isn't 6v6. It's that so many of the maps are not built for 6v6. I mean, I hate to say it because a lot of work probably went into it, but I feel like a lot of the maps just need to be removed from the game permanently. Just get them out of here. They were designed for 4v4 double primary. They don't work, right? They just don't work. There's There's something off. They don't flow right. 6v6 on a lot of these on a lot of these 4v4 choke point lane point heavy and they throw you on maps that are designed for 3v3 trials and it's even worse the other day I went to 6v6 bannerfall control and I was like this is awful it just turns into a choke point spawn camp I gotta run through a door or a door or a door or another door and all those doors I come out and I get shot by two people almost instantly because there's so many people there's so many people on the map yeah, Hunters are slipping and Titans are pulling ahead, it looks like. But this is a lot closer than it's been. This is way closer than it's been for the last seven days. Yeah, you got Cauldron 6v6, Anomaly 6v6. What the frick? Like, I just don't... I like the idea of getting capital out of something you've designed, but I'm like, these maps just don't work for sixes. They just don't. They're annoying. You just end up getting spawn farmed a lot of the time. 
Uh, I've missed some subs. Jack Halen with a brand new Prime sub. Enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad-free viewing. Uh, I think I thanked Uzi Kamuzi and the Texas guy. And then Chaytac with 31 months and 400 bits from Galaxy. Sorry, shouldn't your class item tell you what place you are in? No, 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 no. The class item only updates once per day. So when you win, you're gold for a day. When you take second, you're silver for a day or whatever. Could the servers being down have affected the flags? I mean, I don't know. The servers being down, suddenly warlocks and hunters are actually having decent representation after seven days of what felt like really, really odd titan surges. I don't know. I don't know. I know that hard light is a pain to go against, but with this hotfix, just nuke it? No, that's a huge overstatement. I've already said I don't think they're nuking it. It's a very, very, it's a very, very marginal change. Um... Do you think hard light could be easily balanced by dropping the mag? I've already addressed the mag question. Do you think that this nerf came because of Anomaly being this week? No, it came because they've been planning it for a couple of weeks. It has nothing to do with the timing of Anomaly. It it takes a few weeks for these things to roll out and get certified. Um, Players' instant servers are a different system than the data tracking systems? Huh. The spike might hit later. People have to update. That's true. You know, all these PS4 guys. Yo! Guido with five gifted subs to the community guys. Check chat. Uh, J Rock, Thrally, Kane, Pandant, uh, Pedantic Evans, and T Rex. T Rex! <laughs> What's good, Sam? T got gifted a sub. He's lurking in the chat, and a gifted sub called him out. Areca. Do you think how the hard light catalyst. Um, okay, hang on. Do you think now the hard light catalyst is a must have to negate the nerve? I don't know because they did like a backward, a background change to, um, to, to recoil and they didn't tell us about it. And they're taking that away. I think a lot of people chalked it up to, they got rid of screen shake. So they got rid of screen shake and people were like, Oh, it just feels like a laser beam now. No, no, no. They made like a background recoil change and they didn't tell, they didn't tell us. So you might want the catalyst now. Yeah. Cause you're going to want it probably for what's going to feel like recoil getting, you know, getting worse. Uh, Wiggle, thank you for seven months of subs, dude. Welcome back. Uh, Glorithin. Do you think Bungie limiting how long runs can be infused? Oh, guns, I'm sorry. How long guns can be infused will be healthy for the game? Yeah, I'm not going to get into a sunsetting debate, though. I think sunsetting is good for the life of the game. It's a common it's a common feature of loot-based games like this that go on for super, super long periods of time. Uh, I am the real, I am the real boot. Do you think that Bungie might start balancing other weapons for PVE and PVP now that Hardlight has this attribute? Well, now hang on a minute. They've this isn't the first time they've done this. This is not the first time they've done a PVE PVP separate uh, balancing thing. They did this with the Swordbreaker in D1. I remember. I love the Swordbreaker shotgun, and it got like a separate uh tuning pass for PVE it's more common now I just think it takes more work it takes more work because they have to um, they have to tweak the way that the enemies take damage it's really really odd we talked about this a little bit ago so I don't want to retread it but yeah I, I think it, it it has become more common um, but it does it takes more work it's not as easy this is again one of the reasons that folks have been saying a new game new engine the ability to you know balance separately would be so so good because of these instances if they could server side 
you know week to week say we're making marginal changes to the heartlight we want to rein it in but we don't want to we don't want to you know obliterate it um titans are clearly saving their medals for reset and handing them in we said in my video today that went on youtube like are titans cheating i said I do believe there's some nefarious things going on, but I also think there are other factors, and I do think sandbagging is a factor. Because when you come into the tower and you have such an absurd lead, you're just going to save your your, to- your your medals for the next day. Because the medals rarely overlap. One day it's Crucible Gambit, the next day it's like Strikes Destinations. Titans weren't cheating. If so, then Warlocks and Hunters were cheating as well. It was Bunjo's... Bungie's number crunching which was at fault I mean there's no way for you to know that I think it was a bunch of factors contributing to Titans running away with it every day and I think the um, I think the, the 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 sandbagging is was playing a factor I do uh, Sammy how do you think people would react if Bungie made PvP specific changes similar to how weapons worked in D1 with things like hand cannons being more forgiving with damage. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to get into that. I, I think that they're they're making, the, you know, individual changes based on case-by-case basis. We don't need, like, a philosophy of, like, how it should work. You don't know? I haven't said that I've known. I said that I think, I believe, that the way that it happened within 30 minutes of the start of every day, that you cannot explain it with, with just a pure a pure uh, sampling. I believe something nefarious was going on. I said, I said, I believe it. I'm not saying it is happening. I said, I believe it. And I base a lot of my argumentation based on what we've seen. Tw- 29 minutes, 25 minutes when the flags were updating, that's not enough time to do most of the medals. And I don't believe in 20 to 25 minutes there's this groundswell of titans who log in right at reset to sandbag. I don't believe it. I believe something nefarious was going on. I believe a lot of things point to that. And I'm not saying it is in fact happening. I'm also saying that there were a lot of other factors. Skull Fort makes Titans really appealing. Sandbagging when you have such an insane lead. Uh, net limiting, deleting characters. These are all things we saw very early on. People spreading the word like, oh, you can do it to Titans. People believe that. Like, oh, you have to do Titans. You have to be on a Titan. What in the heck? Uh... Tim the Teach Man. I agree that ricochet rounds on autos leads to poor gameplay. Thoughts on putting ricochet rounds on weapons with more intentionality? Mm, I don't know. It feels so gimmicky. It feels so gimmicky. Yeah, Warlocks look like they're catching up right now. Wolf. Now that Hardlight is nerfed, is Suros better or what's best now? Suros has been, in some respects, better all this time. It's just not its just not as popular. Suros can actually get a, a much faster time to kill. Crucial. Do you think that this nerf would have an adverse effect on auto rifles? Thinking long term and how changes like this have a snowball effect. Oh, I think, I think auto rifles are going to get, they're going to get tuned. I don't think they're going to leave them alone. The new co- the coffee... Is Lono Bake? I love it. Oh, I'm glad. Everybody seems to love the coffee, dude. I appreciate all the kind words and tweets. By the way, if you're new to the stream and you've never been here before and you want to support me, a free way to do that is to click the follow button. That is a free and easy way to support me. Uh, and that will ensure that you can be here when I'm playing. Uh, I'm streaming and playing. It's a family-friendly stream. You don't got to worry about what I'm going to say. And it's like an interactive podcast. You got a second bag? Oh, thank you. That's awesome. Um, Parasito. 
In the past, Bungie has done sandbox splitting nerfs to supers and abilities and almost all weapon archetypes. Uh, are they still pushing we can't split and have they uh, and have they cornered themselves? They've kind of said they've not they've not said anymore they can't split. They've just I think whenever um who was it? Hamrick. Whenever Hamrick would talk about it, he would say we can't go into a weapon and like turn down PVP damage and turn up PVE damage. He basically gave us like a window into the development of like we we can't do that. But he wasn't saying they weren't saying they can't do it at all. I mean, he said that after years of them doing just that some of the times like they did with Swordbreaker in D1. So, I don't think they ever try to like paint themselves into a corner like, "Yeah, we absolutely cannot do it." And now they are. Now that they are doing it, I think it's reasonable for us to ask for those types of changes. Don't murder a weapon in PvE because it's really strong in PvP. Bring the sleeper back to its prominence. Bring it back. It deserves it. Could the PvP-PvE damage split be a balanced philosophy brought to other problematic weapons? Mountaintop, Jotun, Crucible, Xenophage, Gambit. I would certainly hope that they could start to do this more. Um, But yeah. Hammerick Sandbox opinions uh, were not it. Yeah, I think one of the reasons he left is I think he just had a lot of differences of opinions about where to take the Sandbox. I liked him as a person. I thought he was so nice. He was always really cool on Twitter. But I think he had such a philosophical like split with where they wanted to take the Sandbox. It was probably better for Destiny that he go he go elsewhere. In a nice way, it was like, this isn't going to work. You have you have too strong of a, of a philosophical uh, disagreement here. Uh, Gerb Schmidt with a brand new Prime sub. Enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad-free viewing. You will never see ads here as a sub. So if you have a Twitch Prime sub, it's a great place to use it. Keys, what's your opinion on the large amount of times Ricochet Bullet uh, bounces on the hard light? Is this more of a problem than the double damage? What do you mean? Oh, how many times it bounces? I Most people were doing a one bounce. They knew you were around the corner and they were doing a one bounce a lot of the times. Um, Cust times. Do you think assault rifles are currently overpowered compared to every other weapon type? Um, That's kind of generic and I do think they're a little... They're, they're, I think they do need to be reined in a little bit, but I don't want them... I do not want them completely nerfed. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time a weapon is going to have its sandbox split between... No, you are mistaken. We've talked about this numerous times today. Sorry, I don't want to be curt with you, but we've we've addressed this multiple times today. This is not the first time that uh, that they have done a split uh, change. Um, is this hard light meta the most dominant weapon meta, one weapon meta we've ever seen in comparison to Recluse D1 Thorn? I'm fairly certain the numbers we were seeing for hard light makes Thorn and the Recluse look like a joke. The Recluse and the Thorn never hit these thresholds. No way. No way. We didn't we didn't have enough people playing back then to hit these freaking thresholds. Like, <laughs> Warrior needs coffee badly. Yo, somebody ordered some coffee, thank you. Um no way. Lord of Wolves, no. No. Not the the the, the, the kill count numbers were in were just insane for hard light. I don't think Lord of Wolves came close either. Um, <laughs> D1 Suros yeah maybe I didn't look at the kill counts back then though D1 Suros like before it got nerfed the biggest thing in Lord of Wolves uh, against Lord of Wolves would be saturation levels it's harder to get than Hardlight was sold numerous times by Zur and then they recently they recently sold it <laughs> it was sat- it was very saturated um, I think that's one of the things that really led to this is that everybody has one Krill. 
Do you think auto rifles need to be nerfed as a whole? Yeah, I've already addressed this. I think they walk will they will probably get a you know a, a, a damage pass. I don't want them to get nerfed, but they, they you know maybe a slight range nerf. I don't know. With a new nerf, a new gun or a new meta will be sure to pop up. Do you think that they'll keep doing small tweaks every so often, or do you think that they'll do a huge patch? Well, in this case, they were slamming down an outlier. The, the hard light was a giant outlier. It wasn't just like, oh, it's really strong. Please do something. It was like it was busted. You know, it was busted. Copper Lion, what do you think about giving exotics a downside? Hard light damage is half unless the bullets bounce. Then it would require more skill. No. What? No. So the gun's terrible unless you bounce the bullets? That would be awful. No, no, no. It needs to be a good gun out of the box. Arcanus. Do you think that they should bring in some of the larger D1 maps like Bastion and First Light for 6v6? I kind of thought they were going to do that. A lot of the complaints about handheld supernova and supers and heavy and Jotun and shotguns and a lot of these weapons and even auto rifles. A lot of the complaints comes down to frequency and how close we are together all the time. But I don't think people like the big maps. They don't. I don't think people like super small maps. I don't think they like shoving 12 people on burnout and getting spawn farmed. But I also think people don't like the giant maps. I'm not saying nobody likes them. I'm just saying I don't think the big maps are popular enough to be brought back. King. If we're applying sunsetting to exotics as well, would it allow them room to be more powerful without having to nerf or change perks? I got news for you. Sunsetting exotics will happen and probably should happen. They should have sunset the touch of malice instead of nerfing it. Just sunset it so it would have always been a great weapon in King's Fall. They, they, they should have sunset Izanagi's instead of nerfing it. So it'd be a great weapon in its context and in its strikes and stuff but it wouldn't have had to been nerfed. It just gets sunset. It's no longer infusible and doesn't break future, you know, raid encounters and stuff. Bow chicka honk honk. Hey, Lono. Uh, I don't know if this is the right call, but just a thought about each week rotating what weapons are usable by archetype. No, limiting what people can use. I will shoot this idea down every single time. Um... Like this weekend, cannons are banned, auto rivals. No, I. This is an awful idea. The, the, I, it sounds so good, and I know you think, oh, it'd be so cool. You change it up, and but it, no, people hate this kind of thing. It's a loot-based game, and being like, oh man, this week I can't use my hand cannon. No, it, this would go over like a lead balloon. Um, curated loadouts in in the raid layers were very unpopular, and Bungie has seemingly no plans um, to ever do it again. <laughs> Do you think that they should do more stuff like Menagerie where you can choose your own rewards? I think they should do that in the Flawless Chest. Yes. Yes. Um, with Hard Light getting adjusted, do you think Revoker should be looked at next? Yeah, I think Revoker is silly. I, I know people love it, but I just think it's silly. I, I was playing on Burnout, and I was baiting sniper shots, and I had I just had zero concept of how many shots the guy had. It just it throws so much of uh, weapons that subvert ammo economy. Like we said earlier, they're like exotics that give you super energy. They just shouldn't be in the game. You take the basic systems and structures and barriers of the game, and you just get to bypass them. It's just it's just stupid. It really is stupid. What's wrong with Revoker? You get ammo from you get the ammo back. You they, you miss and you get the ammo back. Remove Mulligan. Mulligan's a chance. This is guaranteed. The guy just shot every time I slid past the door and he always got his ammo back. It was so dumb. 
It was so stupid. Nine months from uh, Shaka Kwan. It's a mini icebreaker. Yeah, you can't look at how icebreaker completely broke ammo economy adjustments that Bungie tried to make in D1 and be like, no, Revoker's fine. If you shoot twice, you don't get ammo back. I slid past and he missed. Okay? And then I slid past and he missed. Yeah, obviously, if he's, if he's cracking off two shots, they take a shot and then they get it back. It's worse than Icebreaker. It's a legendary. Exactly. I, I can't believe we even... I, I, it's, it's always funny to me that people take opposing positions on stuff like this. Like, but did you die? Yes, eventually I did die because eventually he landed the shot. He just gets to shoot like a dum-dum, just le- rounds down the lane, and eventually he hits me. And even if, oh, he bodies me, he doesn't get that ammo back, he just gets to just keep shooting. It throws off the balance of the ammo economy and the map. It, <laughs> knowing that people start with two, with two shots, and if you can bait one or two of them and they miss, that's great. That's helpful. <laughs> giving ammo back on a kill I'd be more okay with that because if you get a kill you have to go get the ammo this would be a gun that if you get the kill as long as it's a crit maybe you get the ammo back or something or it's a chance to get the ammo back weapons that subvert ammo economy are stupid it's so stupid they create all these rules and all these decisions about when when ammo shows up and how much ammo you get from a brick and all that and you're like, yeah, but this gun gets around all that. That's fine. What? No, that doesn't make any sense. We said the same thing in D1. Bungie goes through and they're like, yeah, let's 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 tweak all the ammo economy. And we're like, yeah, but what about icebreakers and what about icebreaker and sidearms? And those become a giant problem. It's so different from someone having 18 shots and a beloved. No, 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 no. There's a huge difference. And it's not, if, if I get a bunch of kills and I'm aware enough to go grab ammo on the ground, I am earning that ammo. I'm either closing space, taking risk, overextending, exposing myself, and I am picking up ammo bricks. And if I do that, you're like, oh, but that's a steamroll. But again, that's something that I've earned. I've had to go get that ammo. And sometimes I don't get the ammo. Warlocks have now tied. Warlocks have now tied the, uh, the, it, it is like, it is there, there is, it's touching. Well, Titans are still a little bit higher. And nobody's getting 18 shots in freaking trials anyway. I, it, it just seems ludicrous to me that you create round based elimination style gameplay and you have an ammo economy and you have one weapon that just gets to screw with all of it. It's stupid. It's so it's so stupid. It was stupid in D one. It just everybody runs icebreaker. Everybody everybody runs icebreaker. They just get to make ammo. Everybody ran to sidearms, and wormwood was the most used weapon that weekend. And then they had to nerf the way that sidearms got ammo. I played a guy who had a ton, and I usually can get fifteen. Again, you're earning that from kills. You're doing two things, possibly three things to get that much ammo. Number one, you're getting kills. Number two, you're getting to the ammo. Number three, you may or may not be taking risks to get the ammo before it times out. How do you get ammo back on a revoker? By missing shots. Huh? (laughs) What? You have to do all those things to earn good ammo steamroll with with a beloved, but with the with the with the revoker, you're like, nah, I'll just sit here on this lane and miss, and if I miss, no worries, I get the ammo back. <laughs> it's like, what? 
Wow, dude. <laughs> That's so balanced. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's, it's it's like we just forget how destructive Icebreaker was. It's, I don't know. It is a low-level Icebreaker. You miss and you hit nothing. I don't understand. You hit nothing and that's an issue. You miss and get the shot back. I what what do you, what so how do you not see a problem with that? It creates just like a, yeah, just shoot down the lane every time. Who cares? Just shoot. Who cares? Yeah, you can also shoot Titan shields and get your ammo back. <laughs> I mean, when you say it out loud, it sounds bad. <laughs> Why do you deserve the shot back for missing? You're getting the reward. Ammo is so important in trials. And you get it back for missing. If I want to get more ammo for my beloved, I have to get a kill and then go get the ammo. Like, that is a lot of things within the realm of, like, map control and maybe my buddy takes the ammo instead because he's there and he gets the kill and I need the ammo and I don't get the ammo I would wager to say that a lot of people a lot of rounds since there's three players you're not you're not all getting the ammo if my buddy picks up the brick I don't get it so I go into the next round with my beloved two shots you know I get two shots that's its pinnacle stat what else does it have what this is why pinnacles are so stupid why does one random legendary just get to destroy ammo economy just because you say it because it's pinnacle that's not an argument that's circular reasoning you're like oh it should get it because it it, because it's pinnacle but that's not a reason you're backing up the reason with the classification that's been eliminated from the game because it was a problem icebreaker was a problem and pinnacles become a problem so trying to invoke its pinnacle status as a reason that it should be able to get its ammo back is absurd because bungie has removed pinnacles from the game they've removed pinnacles from the game like I, so you don't get to invoke that as a classification anymore it's gone now if they made it an exotic i'd still have a problem with it at least if it was an exotic you'd have to like you'd have to like maybe shake up your loadout if it was an exotic but it's like it's not even an exotic it's got an exotic perk on it that that as a perk breaks ammo economy and was highly criticized in d1 and no other weapons can do that it's pinnacle status is grandfathered in no it's not other pinnacle weapons have been reined in. What are you talking about? The recluse is no longer like a pinnacle. It's a great SMG, but it's not it's not in its own classification like it used to be. I don't think it should be grandfathered in. I think that's terrible. That is terrible design philosophy. For a developer to say, if we continue to make these weapon archetypes and these weapon classifications, it's problematic. Okay, they admit that. Well, then those should not endure for forever. They're coming to us and saying it's a problem. It's like, this is a problem. These weapons are too strong. Weapons that subvert ammo economy are a problem. Since, oh, I don't know, Luke Smith, the head of the franchise, is like, Whisper shouldn't even be in the game. Why? Because it creates ammo. It's a problem, right? But this is fine in PvP. Come on! You're just refusing to see, oh, Titans, you sons of guns. They pulled ahead again. At least it's not within the first 30 minutes. Gee, many Christmas. At least this time it took like an hour and all the flags were moving, not just Titans. 
It's like getting supers back for not killing anything. Why? Because it's a super. Right, like if you go, if you pop your super and you have an exotic on, imagine how stupid that would be. If there was an exotic that said, if you don't get any kills with this super, you get half your super back. How stupid would that be? Think about what that would do. You'd be able to pop your super, establish map control, establish dominance, get a res, and then you get half your super back. What? That would be broken. They'd have to address that. That would mess with the that would mess with the super economy. Geomags? Nope. No. That allows you to stop using the super. It doesn't give you back 50 if you miss. That's a choice that you make to disengage the super. No. That's not the same at all. If I could pop a roaming super, uh, I don't know, Nova Warp, and get my buddy's res, right? And of course, everybody's going to clear out because I popped my super. And it's like, hey, hey, old buddy, you didn't get any kills. Here's half your super back. (laughs) Like, Hey, old buddy, you missed your sniper shot. One of the most influential types of shot in the game. It's a one-hit kill, gives you nice lane control. We're going to just give you that ammo back. Huh? What did you just say? Like, it's one of the most... It's so dominant. Like, snipers are so dominant right now. You're just giving people ammo back for missing. I got to move on. I got to move on. It's not even mulligan. It's a guarantee. Mulligan's a chance. This is guaranteed. Uh, do you think that we might get an emblem like we did for laser tag from Prometheus oh for hard light I don't know maybe they might not want to do that every single time this is a little bit different because that was a glitch and then they gave everybody the Prometheus lens this was just a really strong weapon it's a little bit different should the community focus on asking Bungie to buff weapons previously murdered like sleeper yeah I would love it if you guys want to create a hashtag um uh save sleeper you know, hashtag safe sleeper. Can we get that trending, please? Because I would love sleeper to come back. I love sleeper, and it's it. They murdered it such a long time ago. Do you know how long it's been murdered? Because of friggin' gambit. Frick you, drifter. Uh, another issue is three peaking. Should this have a next? Ner- oh, I'm not talking about three peaking. No, no, because you guys know what I think. Three peaking is cheesy and stupid, and the only people that defend it crutch on it, and it, it's dumb and it's antithetical to competitive environments, and no one will ever be swayed. So I'm not going down. I'm not going down that road. No, Serial Kira. Do you think that having a more accessible OP weapon hurts or helps engagement? Oh, it's it's both and, dude. It's both and. You got to be really careful. We had this question earlier. Old Soul with 37 months. Weed Dog with a Prime sub. Enjoy your dope badge emotes and ad-free viewing. Uh, thank you guys for those uh, new subs and resubs. Appreciate it. Um, I think it hurts in the long term. It's like it's like a short game with bad gains, right? You get these, you get short gains from it. Yeah, like oh wow, this is great. This weapon's so awesome. And then long term, I think it damages playlists. You know. It's just, I don't think people, I don't think it helps long term. I didn't know Lono watches all my PvP games. That's awesome. There's no way people defend three peaking if they don't crutch it. There's no way. (laughs) There's literally no way. There's no way people defend three peaking (laughs) if they're not crutching on it. (laughs) You wouldn't defend it many streamers three peak a lot of them have been three peaking to combat cheaters and they also three peak when other people three peak 
they're like, well, start three-peaking. They're three-peaking. And a lot of the streamers that three-peak don't defend it because they don't crutch it. They only do it when somebody else is doing it or they do it to, you know, combat cheaters. <laughs> um, but I've not seen a single streamer that uses it that would go that would ardently defend it. They'd be like, no, I only do it when they do it or I do it to, to combat cheaters. Sammy. Uh, out of the realm of possibilities... But how would you feel if Bungie made Crucible separately downloaded part of Destiny? And then you, no, this isn't going to help, and that's just a lot of work. There's a lot of certification and stuff. That that that, that that's a bad idea. Sorry, unifying the game is 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 important. That that wouldn't get us anywhere, and it's it's not going to happen. So there's zero reason to talk about it. Thinking of buying Shadowkeeper Forsaken, which would you recommend? That's not what uh, Q and A is for. You're welcome to ask that later. Uh, what do you think we'll take uh, over Hardlight Spot? Suros is going to rise definitely. Hardlight won't have infinite range anymore. No, it'll have uh, it'll ha- well, it didn't have infinite range. That was that was kind of shown that like eventually there was a place where it stopped doing damage. It didn't have damage drop off. There's a difference between infinite range and no damage drop off. There was a point where like it wouldn't do anything. The bullets would like only travel so far in the game, but there were no maps big enough to really show that. I think you had to go to PVE to prove that. There's a reason. Do you think that Bungie don't get enough credit for the good sandbox that we currently have? Uh, it's hard to even talk about that because of how frustrated people are and when Hardlight is just an absurd kill count every weekend. Do you think the primary issue is most maps keep us trapped in certain ranges for primary... We, yeah, we talked about map design playing a huge part. I don't want to uh, go back down that uh, path again. People seem happy overall about the Hardlight nerf, but isn't another weapon just going to take its place? We've already talked about that. DB says, what's the next console release? Our new specs going to be PC console metas closer together. I mean, maybe it just depends because just because they're they're going to have better frame rate and FOV doesn't mean controller and aim assist are suddenly still not part of the giant difference between you know PC and, and console. Studly, should Bungie do more separate balancing? Yeah, of course. I, that's I don't know why anybody would say no to that. What about streamers telling people what weapon to use instead of letting people find out on their own? Um, nobody does this. Now that it seems to be fixed, do you think that they are going to do anything about the past seven days where Titans won by cheating? Well, Duplass, we don't know if they won by cheating. I believe that there was something nefarious going on. And I believe today something was pushed out that changed it. But also, Titans are still dominating again. Like, (laughs) if they're sandbagging, maybe maintenance just slowed them down. You know, maybe maintenance and downloading slowed them down, and here they come. They're taken off again. Now, obviously, this seems more realistic. It was like Hunters, then it was Warlocks, then it was everybody was kind of tied, and now Titans are starting to take the lead again. This seemed more real to me than the past seven days, because it didn't take 25 minutes in, and then like, Titans! Like, it's like, there's not enough time to get all that done. I think we're seeing the handicap in effect. Yeah, I did. Maybe. Yeah. Patch notes are up. Okay, we'll check them in just a second. What does Hardlight Catalyst do? Stability. Could they turn damage dealing perks back to D1 versions? I, I'm not really concerned. That's not on topic right now. What do you think will be the next gun to become good? We've answered that a bunch. If it were, how do you think Suros Regime would be tweaked? Uh, probably nerf spinning up. Uh... Add larger maps, not a question. Are you okay with exotic subverting ammo economy? Mm, Huckleberry and Bad Juju. 
taking into account their primary weapons. I mean, I don't think what they do isn't really going to mess with the flow of a game, right? Like, generally speaking, when you end a fight, that's why people hated One-Eyed Mask, because you just go to the next person. Most fights, the normative exchange of damage, you're not killing somebody and just running full bore into the next person. So bypassing reload on Huckleberry or Bad Juju or none of that, I don't think any of that leads to balance problems in the Crucible snipers are so dominant and so strong that's the problem when they can subvert ammo economy it's why the icebreaker was so stupid uh helena with all this talk about reworking certain weapons and armor pieces do you think that we will ever reach a point where the community will be satisfied with the meta no that's just the nature of of gaming um, there's always a meta debate in every game why do you think it takes Bungie to wait two seasons later to notice changes to trials could they be have been procrastinating till the new year no this, like with respect it's a dumb question they're not procrastinating they can only do big system wide changes so fast like don't like I, I'm tired of people asking questions and just getting a slide in are they just procrastinating yeah dude they're probably right now just playing foosball and eating pizza they don't give a frick about this game no they've they've never taken like an attitude of like you know we could fix our game that we poured a literal decade into but i got things to do dude i gotta sort out my post-it note colors like no of course they're they're trying to fix stuff it takes time they 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 can't just do system-wide changes super fast should they take out the hunter handicap? I don't know, but it, it, I don't know. We don't really, we don't see any of the totals. We have no idea what the frick's going on. Uh, don't call me Victor. Should I give up reporting DDoS players on console? Feels like I'm going nowhere. No, I would keep reporting them. Um, so it's harder to report them because you get knocked offline. Would a tweak to revoker that grant ammos on headshot? I don't want to talk about that anymore. Do you think Antius Wards is the next? Yeah, I think Antius Wards is going to get hit. Yeah. Um... Do you think it's okay to leave some weapon weapon archetypes out of PvP consideration? What do you mean, like, they'll never be good? I think that's what you mean. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know if that's super important. Um, To be like, yeah, this weapon will never be good. I would say Bungie should work. They should work to try to get every weapon somewhat viable, but don't die on that hill. Like, 110s have to be good in Crucible. They should try to help them, but I'm not going to die on that hill. Some weapons are just not going to keep up with the speed of combat, like a really, really slow pulse or scout rifle. I mean, they're just not going to keep up. You know, they're just, they're just not going to keep up. It's just, they're not designed that way. And I'm not going to tell Bungie that they need to, right? So, and now we're getting fake questions or, or non-serious questions that have nothing to do with the topic. So I'm going to cut it there. Um, you guys can ask questions like that outside of Q and a, okay. I appreciate people being like, how's the new house or how's your day? I, you just ask those outside of Q&A. This is like a segment that I slice out. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. If you're here live right now, be sure to click follow. That supports the channel. And we can stick around and have more conversations. Don't go anywhere. Uh, to the people listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.